Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Forever. Dog. What? Live what? I'm not ready to do a show tonight. I'm not ready to do a show tonight. We don't have a great band here. Wait, what we do? Boing. What? Oh my God. Do we have a band? Wrong button. But what are you going to do? We have a band here tonight. Do we ever? You rat bastard. There you are. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the best show here on a Tuesday night in November. We have a great episode for you tonight. In studio, we're going to have our friend Tommy McNamara is going to come by. We're going to talk to him about a new special, uh, which is uh, just came out in our friend uh, a, a, a young man named uh, Patrick Byrne worked on it a little bit. Excellent band in studio. Diners is here. Get ready for that and more. We got so much lined up for you. You're not going to believe what's coming. It's going to be a good one. No, it's not going to be a good one. It's going to be a great one. Play the theme. 201-989-0012. Welcome to the best show, unless I'm welcoming you back from a previous episode. Welcome back. This is a long episode here in November of 2020. There tonight, the number to be a part of the show, 201-989-0012. Right now, you talk about whatever you want to talk about. Maybe later in the show, I'll drop a uh, topic out there for everybody to... Chit chat about, 
quack quack. Isn't that fun? Quack quack. Quack quack. What if I just did that literally for three hours? Still be better than podcast. <laughs> um. Yeah, welcome back, everybody, to the best show. Great show for you tonight. We got Tommy McNamara. Now, this is one of these funny dudes out there who is funny, but also one of these musical dudes. He's very musical. We're going to talk to uh, Tommy all about his new special, which is called what now? Smoldering. Smoldering. It's very funny. It's very funny stuff. Going to talk to him in a a little bit. We also have, I'm telling you, you listen to the best show. It's called the best show for a reason. You get the best, the best host, first of all. Thank you. Uh, You get uh, the best comedy. Listen to some of these other podcasts. They're not very funny. Even the funny ones are not that funny. You get the best callers and listeners. But you also get the best music. And tonight we have a band that if you don't know diners, mark my words, you're going to end tonight loving diners. You're going to come away saying, I got a new favorite band. And you might even have that little southern twang in your voice when you say it. Now, the number 201-989-0012. I want to tell everybody, an announcement was made last week on The Best Show that for the people of Los Angeles at Zebulon on December 11th, there would be a show called An Evening with Tom Sharpling. That's right. December 11th. Now, I want to just tell you one thing. This thing, it sold out very quickly. Sold out because we did it for Patreon supporters only for two days. Then it went on sale on Friday. It sold out immediately like that. I said to them, smarten up. Open the market up for them to put some. Uh, so we moved some things around. Tickets are on sale. There's some extra tickets available now at Zebulon, an evening with Tom Sharpling. It is going to sell out, and it's going to sell out quickly. So if you want one of those tickets, you go to the Zebulon website, which I believe is zebulon.la. That's where you go to get your ticket for that show. And I don't want to hear, I didn't get a ticket. Can I get on the list? No! There's no guest list. For no one. No one gets on the list. I'm not even on the list. I have to buy a ticket to get in the building. That's how I operate. Isn't that right, AP Mike? That is. Oh, there he is. I love it. Booming voice. How about you, Jason Dudio Gore? Any thoughts on that? It is. Look at that very fast. 
And do we have our friend Pat with us tonight? We do not. We do not have Pat. Pat is dealing with some uh, some things. Uh, we send all of our love to Pat and his friends. And uh, yes. So if Pat doesn't join us tonight, nothing but love to you, Pat. So get three horsemen. Well, when the good Lord made his mind up, he said, this mic needs more men. Four men. Yeah. Horsemen. Horsemen. And that was it. You're going to get dang. The four horsemen. <laughs> Down one. Down one horseman. Now, Mike. Yeah. Jason. Yes. We got a little news for everybody, don't we? Last night. <laughs> oh, God. Uh-huh. Not going to tip anything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's just say for everybody wondering where the trial of Z Man is, it's in the can, baby. <laughs> we recorded, uh, there was a, the trial took place last night. All I'm going to say, strap in on this one. <laughs> Because uh, it's something else. It's probably stay in the can, truthfully. No, this one the, this one's going worldwide. Yeah. I'm even putting this one on the egg foo what feed on the one oh eight point nine the hawk I'll feed. I'll do it. I'll do it. It's going you out. Must, the the weirdest thing was when I woke up this morning, yeah. I couldn't tell was that all a dream I dreamed? Because I felt like I wasn't I wasn't on trial, but somehow I think I lost. <laughs> you woke up still in your court clothes. <laughs> yeah, I think we all lost. Truthfully, head Mike. spinner. Do you know who it's wins? It's a head spinner. The listeners win on this one. <laughs> yes, the only oh, no, winner. The show was definitely entertaining. I mean, yeah, no denying that. No, but it was intense. It was intense. <laughs> yeah. Get ready, everybody. The trial of Z-Man will be on the Patreon soon. It is mind-blowing. Shocking. <laughs> there are twists. There are turns. <laughs> yeah. There are surprises upon surprises. You're not going to. And the verdict comes down. And I'll tell you, some people not happy about that verdict. <laughs> not saying who yeah some, yeah some people are happy some people are not happy yeah. <laughs> let's my phone lit up as soon as soon as the verdict came and as soon as the judge made the ruling and i say this z-man you don't give a thing away if you give a thing away you're out the whole point is wait for this trial to drop then we will talk all about it. Then we'll talk all about it. And if you know, if you want to know what I'm talking about when I mention the Patreon, I'm talking about patreon.com slash the best show. Now, that's where you get all your best show stuff. We've got bonus stuff going up every Sunday. Ask Tom. Sharpling and Worcester Q&A. Four Horsemen. Rubenesque. Make Mike Marvel the show that is in the the contention or surrounds this show. <laughs> Make Mike Marvel and the trial of Z Man. 
Mm. What are we looking at for this? A few weeks away? A couple weeks away? I don't know. We'll figure it out, but get ready. <laughs> you do not want to miss it. And you also get on the Patreon bonus stuff every Sunday. You get ad-free versions of the episodes. The 24-hour show's all up there. Amazing. It is we you give to us, we give right back to you. A new Rubenesque on the way. A new Rubenesque on the way. Can't wait to talk about some of these records. If you ever wanted to hear AP Mike talk about the recordings of Mel C from the Spice Girls, this is the episode for you. Not to mention another Slayer album, which uh, even the Slayer fans aren't so sure about. Mike, it's never going to end. There's just Slayer <laughs> album after Slayer album. <laughs> uh, it just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey, guys, I got a question for you. What's that, Jason? What do you think of when I say the names Sammy Hagar, Michael Anthony, Joe Satriani, and Jason Bonham? Uh, some sort of... Uh, some sort of ship of the damned. What's the opposite of a super group? Yeah, a stupid group. Yeah, well, a, a stupid group. That stupid group is touing this summer uh, the best of all worlds tour. Hold on a they're second. Doing, wait, they're wait, doing wait, nothing wait, hold but on. Who named the people again? Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar. Michael Anthony. Michael Anthony. Donk, Mr. Donk. <laughs> bonk, Mr. Bonk, One Note bonk, Anthony. Bonk. Yeah. Who else? Joe Satriani. The metal guitarist. Yep. J- yeah. Jason Bonham, son Jason of John Bonham. Jason Bonham on drums. Yep. Son of John Bonham. And they're doing a tour together where it's what's it called? Best of both worlds? Best of all worlds. Of all worlds. I mean, the best of all worlds wouldn't have any of them in it. <laughs> the world is already not the best yeah. when you have a Sammy Hagar clogging everything up. So what they're touring and what are they doing going to do? They are focusing mainly on Van Halen material. Oh wow, Van Halen. So the the Van Hagar material, I'm sure. Yep. So oh, well, I mean, I think uh, they had been like recently mm-hmm. uh Sammy in the circle played some older songs like uh, mm-hmm. Ain't Talking About Love and Michael Anthony sang lead. It's got what it takes. So tell me why can't this be love? If they don't play that, I'm walking out. I'm saying right now. Actually, I'm not walking in, so I can't walk out. You don't want to go see this? No. What if tickets were like twenty five bucks? You wouldn't go see it. They look. They've got to be able to pay me more than twenty five dollars. <laughs> How much would I need to go to that show? They're Where, playing the Forum on August nineteenth of twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Good to see they're going to hold your money for ten months. Get interest on on your money for uh-huh. almost a year. Uh-huh. <laughs> They'll probably invest it and lose it and then need <laughs> to ask you, hey, everybody, would you mind buying a second ticket? Yeah, they pass around the a show. bucket at the end of uh, we, set one. We leaned pretty hard into crypto uh, and we lost our shirts. If you wouldn't mind buying a double ticket for the show. <laughs> 
No, I, I, you couldn't. I would need to get, first of all, I need to get taken to the show, either some sort of car service. Yeah. Not parking the to that thing. $150. You'd have to be paid $150 to yeah. see best of Everything all. Everything is free. Everything is free for me. And then I get handed $150. Everything. Everything. You can go to any concession stand and get whatever you whatever want. Whatever I want. Whatever I want. Yep. A cold pretzel. <laughs> the coldest at the forum. A weird, weirdly small pizza. That's actually just a slice that's round. <laughs> it's like, hey, want to get a pizza? Yeah, six-inch pizza. That's not a pizza. That's a round slice. Now, hundred fifty bucks to go to that show. Right. Well, you'd actually you'd actually pay to go there. I'd pay. I'd probably pay fifty dollars to see it. Fifty whole bucks, eh? I mean, yeah. Mm. <laughs> about parking parking mike is gonna be yeah. 30 bucks right yeah. easy if <laughs> easy. not more parking at the forum is not easy it's bad yeah how about you mike would you ever go see that show no i have very limited exposure to van halen mm -hmm. uh i think i liked the song jump when it came out okay you think you liked it this is how much of a non-fan mike is yeah yeah, he's not even I, sure if he liked Jump. I I purchased the single instead of the album. Okay, couldn't even splurge for the full album. You, no. didn't, you didn't like right now, or uh, you think this guy's listening dreams? to Sammy Hagar stuff? No, no I doubt it. That's the next. Uh, that's after Ruben asked them. Who doesn't love that? Yeah, that's your solo one where you just listen <laughs> in the dark. Well, the guys will be here in a bit. A darkened room. You're just listening to Va Sammy Hagar era Van Halen. Yeah. Well, today on the show we're gonna do O uh, O U eight one two. It's a pretty killer album. Uh, no. You know how I was exposed to Van Halen? The same had, way you I were exposed to COVID. <laughs> <laughs> When uh, is was is Pretty Woman on their first album? No, that's on Diver Down. Yeah, right? yeah, that's when they were truly Mike Van Halen albums are all like twenty three minutes long. They each have two. They each have two. They have a cover uh -huh. and an instrumental on all of them. Yeah, or a novelty song and a cover, or or a cover and a or an instrumental and a novelty song. Diver Down has nothing but garbage on it. No, novelty oh, yeah, songs terrible. covers well i had a neighbor and she loved that album and would blast it she was blasting it mm -hmm. that's when when i heard pretty woman i'm like what the hell is that? yeah <laughs> it's like it's not roy orbison no no they suck that's one of the bands that's a true uh that's like that's musical that's a musical iq test <laughs> what Van Halen yeah. or the Van current Halen. lineup of no Van Halen. Yeah, you mean somebody is very smart if they're a fan of Van Halen. Sure, that's, <laughs> that's exactly what I meant. Cause. That's exactly uh -huh. what I meant. Okay, let's just say, don't put on any job applications that you're a Van Halen fan. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say to anybody listening. Yeah, when it says anything about skills or additional anything, are you a veteran? 
I'm you. a veteran of the Van Halen uh, <laughs> fan club. Do not say that you are a Van Halen fan on any job. Even if the job application is to work for Van Halen, <laughs> don't say you're a Van Halen fan. The tricky part about Van Halen is that the letter V is so deep into the alphabet, and most of the fans didn't get that far. They don't even know it's a letter. They're just like, what's that thing? I know the first one is A. N is is the other one. H, I know. There's A again. I know the L. I know that one. E, I'm pretty familiar with. And the N is back. But what's that first one? They're not smart. I love winding people up with anything. I'm teasing with this. Come on, Tom. This is not funny. I literally just got a text from Perry Shaw saying, he's calling us out, man. I'm a hailing head and proud of it, Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's. I think Van Halen was generational. There, there's a generation... When they came out, and, uh, everybody got on board, and they remained somewhat loyal to them, even all these years mm, later. Sure. The same way some people are loyal to... Oh, God. Diarrhea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so you're saying, I'm an idiot, and I'm loyal to diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Look. <laughs> the diaper fits. <laughs> <laughs> all right horsemen stand down and stand by i want to apologize to all the van halen fans i'm just giving you the business van halen have some great songs like i don't know running with the devil sure let's just say that's one of their great songs i live my life like there's no tomorrow the one Van Halen I song I like the most is Just a Gigolo. It's probably my favorite Van Halen song. And then California Girls. I like that one. And Coconut uh, Grove. Those aren't Van Halen songs. Those are, Those are my favorite Van Halen okay. songs. Right. And then uh, uh, Yankee Rose is a Van Halen that song also. I like a lot. Okay. And Under Pressure is a Van Halen song I like a lot. Jesus Christ. I said stand down. And stand by. How dare you? You get the carrot. I mean the stick. 201-989-0012 is the number if you want to be a part of the show tonight. We got open phones. Call up. No topic on the table right now. No topic on the table. This is as good a time to get through if you want to just talk to Tom and have a good old time. So I was watching a movie the other day, Air. Did anybody see Air? It's the movie directed by Ben Affleck. And basically, it's a scrappy uh, underdog story where a company that only has 18% of the sneaker marketplace for America in 1984, spends all their marketing money to bring Michael Jordan aboard. It's like a movie. Oh, 
Did I enjoy watching it? Yeah, I did. I'm a sucker for that kind of movie. That kind of movie I'm a sucker for all the time. The Windshield Wiper movie. Hot Cheetos movie. The Tetris movie. I like any of these movies that are about the making of a thing. I'm a sucker for it. But this one, as much as I enjoyed watching it, it's like Ben Affleck. It's like when Adam McKay, or a friend of the best show, made The Big Short, for example, or Vice. It'd be like if Adam wasn't aware who the villain was in this. Imagine if he made the big short and thought those guys were super cool. That's what this movie is kind of like that. He's it's Phil Knight is one of the all-time villains of Earth. Truly bad guy. But in this movie, he's like a wackadoodle with a funny sunglasses and funny hair. And you're just rooting for Sonny Vaccaro to convince Michael Jordan to take hundreds of thousands of dollars plus a portion of every sneaker sold to have his image put on a sneaker. Just know who the heroes are in these things. Just know who the heroes are. And they also had a scene where Matt Damon, who's playing Sonny Vaccaro, the basketball expert, is driving around. And what's playing? And it's, I know it, it's, they get a little cute with whether he's listening to it in his car or not. It ends with it where it's, it looks like he's not listening to it in his car, but partway through, it looks like he is listening to it in his car. Blister in the Sun by Violent Femmes. You know, those basketball uh, coaches and, and, and leeches all. Loved cranking that first Violent Femmes album. And we all know that Phil Knight, he was more of a Guadalcanal Diary fan, actually, but uh, he preferred Gone Daddy Gone for anything on that album. Another myth also was that that song was uh, played on like anything regular. It wasn't. That was college rock back then. I was there. Thank you. He would have been listening to Pumps in a Bump by MC Hammer or Hammer at that. I believe he was just Hammer at that point. Yeah. Then again, I enjoyed the movie, though. I don't know what to say. I love these movies. The the again, what are they? Somebody mentioned in the chat the uh, the uh, the one uh, Tucker was a movie I like about the cars, and then 
Then there's a quiz show about the game shows, all of those things. I can watch any of those things. They're like performed documentaries. The McDonald's movie. Any of them. I'll watch all of them. Joy, the mop movie. Remember the mop movie? Where Jennifer Lawrence invented a mop? I'll watch that again. I'll watch that a second time. Ford versus Ferrari. I'll watch any of these things. But that's to be to say, know who the hero, know who the villain is. These guys are villains. They're villains. Let's go to the phones. Hello, Best Show. Tom, what a good haircut you got. Well, thank you, Adam. I appreciate it. So really what so you're gonna do? What, is it? what, what am I in fourth face. what am I in fourth grade? You gotta You got a haircut. My worst fear when I was in school, coming back in with a haircut. Hey, you got a haircut. Yeah. I did. Be proud. You look quite sharp. I appreciate the compliment with it, but it triggers past fears of like, you got a haircut. You get it. What's on your mind, my friend? So there's this L.A. band. They're an independent band. Uh, I make no money from this. I want to be very clear. Uh, but uh, this band, Cheek Face, you got to get them on. They're this incredible band. They would go so well on the show. Okay, sure. Well, tell me about Cheek Face. What are they like? Uh, they're they're kind of like a talk singing, uh, like uh, like Neil Diamond. Like cake. Um, sorry. Talk singing like Neil Diamond. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Neil Diamond, a lot of talk about red red wine. Um, Remember when he did that song? You know, a LA's, lot of kind of spangly jumpsuits. Remember that song? LA's fine. The sun shines most of the time. Remember that one? That was a talk singing one. Who sure. are the Who are the great talk singers? Adam, let's think about this. Cake. That's okay. a that's, uh, cake. John is McCray. A, cake is a talk singer band, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, I mean, Joey Ramone maybe is is a bit of a no, talk jo- singer. Joey Ramone was a singer. Those, those, he's singing. He's singing. Marky Smith. That's a talk singer. Okay. What about the the always wear your sunscreen man? What Boz Lerman? That's not even him on that record, is but that it? Was, I mean, that wasn't Boz Lerman on the song, was no. it? He slapped his name on that thing, though. Well, somebody's got to get the ASCAP check, I guess. Yeah. And why not let it be Boz Lerman? So <laughs> tell me about Cheek Face. They're a talk singing band. Well, who do they sound like? Uh. Uh, they, they, I mean, they have a real kind of Elvis Costello bent and maybe that's just cause they cover uh peace, love and understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, just kind of simple, uh, kind of, uh, charging lyrics. They have a, a male singer and a female singer. 
uh, really pretty songs. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stumbling a bit trying to, tr- trying to describe them, but, uh, I th- I think they're just of a piece with the music you have on the show, and then you know they're uh, they're probably my most listened to band. Okay, who's your second most listened to band? That will be a a, a judge of this here. Who's your second most? Uh, listened probably to? Philadelphia's own Catbite. Mm, Catbite. People are saying in the chat, Adam ain't doing such a good job selling Cheek Face. Blowing it. I'm, and I'm now you're cursing. Now you got your toilet I'm mouth is flying high. Look, I'm giving ah, you some room I, here. I'm, I'm giving you it. some room. I'm giving you some room. Somebody just said it right now. Adam ain't doing I'm, such a good job selling cheek face. It's true. Uh, and and I admit it. And, uh, you know, Mike's got me dead to rights in the chat. Um, I think, uh, I think, I feel like I should gump myself. Um, nah, that's not necessary. But, uh, bye-bye. Oh, you gotta look at that. I'm hanging up on him as he's hanging up on himself. Bang, ba-da-dink, ba-diggity-bong-gunk. Bang, ba-diggity-dink, ba-diggity-bong-bong. Remember that? Cake? That, that eluded me. Sorry. We should do a topic, the top 50 talk singers of all time. What do you think about that, Jason? I think it's good. Craig Finn. Craig Finn. Just did Craig Finn's podcast. Lou Reed. Lou Reed. Mike gets it. Sweet Lou. He just had an 80th birthday. Would have been 80 if he was still with us. Mike, what's your favorite Lou Reed record? Um... I like that period in the uh, 80s with Blue Mask. Mm. Uh, Legendary Hearts. Waves of Fear. (laughs) Waves of Fear is one of the all-time great songs. Anybody. New York is a great album, though. That's a good one. New York is a great album. The one that didn't always work for me, but I I eventually settled in with it. Yeah, Mm. it's a grower. Yeah. Jason, what's your favorite Lou Reed album? Probably, I mean, like, I've always been, like, a Transformer man, but mm. uh, uh, New York probably has grown on me lately, mm, so okay. right. I've been feeling that a lot lately. Well, you're both wrong. It's Street Hassle. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. It's Street Hassle. <laughs> Sorry. I wish you could have been right, <laughs> but neither of you were. We blew it. You did blow it. What, like... what songs are on Street Hassle? Oh, a song called Street Hassle. Okay. That's all you need to know. Okay. The song Street Hassle. Wasn't wasn't Street Hustle supposed to be forging the way for a new sound or something? Mm-hmm. Weren't they experimenting with some? I like can't remember quad, the name they had of the quadraphonic thing going with it. Yeah, something yeah. was going on, and mm-hmm. you were yeah. supposed to put a headphone on a dummy or something. <laughs> That's Mike. You're a hundred percent right. They had this thing designed, this audio up thing that was just kind of insane. <laughs> You're supposed to go buy a mannequin. You had to go to the you had to go to a clothing store and buy a mannequin, I think, <laughs> to listen to the album and bring it home. Weird. Yeah. No, it uh it is a weird one. It's uh but it's the best. Binaural, yeah, somebody mentioned. Yeah. Um 
what else is on street? Dirt is on street hassle. Give me some good times. Yeah. What 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 is the cameo on Street Hassle, Mike? You know it. Well, yeah. Jason, do you know it? Do you know the cameo on, on the song Street Hassle? I do know it. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen makes it, a. It's Bruce Springsteen. Uh, was he Bruce, credited? No. Oh. But it's clearly him. He's reading. He's he's reading some lyrics. It's clearly Bruce Springsteen in his southern accent. No, that would be you doing the uh, trial of Z Man. <laughs> I'm just a little. There's teaser. a spoiler. There's that's, a spoiler. That's all right I'm there. giving. That doesn't ruin anything. Yeah. It's a tem- that, that that tantalizes the audience. Yeah, I thought it was Gregory Peck and To Kill Markenberg. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. I thought suddenly Foghorn Leghorn was uh, got his uh, past the bar. Well, I had uh-huh. to. I had to uh, encompass every Southern lawyer that I've ever yeah, heard there's on some, TV. Some Matlock energy. There's some real Matlock energy. Yeah. Well, I was the prosecutor, so you were. All I right. was no longer defense. All right, Horseman, zip it, zip it. Sorry, that's rude. Stand down and stand by. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the deal. It go down. It go down in the deal. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's go back to the phones. We got hot phones tonight. Hot, hot phones, busy, busy phones. 201-989-0012. Let's go and see what's going on. Hello, Best Show. What's up, Tom? It's Zach from Coverbridge. We spoke last week. Do you remember? Zach, I do remember. You called last week. You are the guy who is in all of those tribute bands and cover bands well i was yes yeah yeah um as uh as i mentioned last time i got i got kind of 86 from that scene you know just a lot of politics and stuff but um Mm -hmm. basically i just wanted to call back and tell you real quick about about what i'm up to just you know just to kind of finish the finish the story if that's cool is that okay oh yeah of course you got interrupted last week Oh my God. Yeah. Scary stuff. But, but first I, I got something for the topic. Is that okay? Yes. That'd be great. Wait, I don't know what, what topic. Um, oh, I thought it was animals. You can beat up. Isn't it? That's no, that's, that's not it, but uh, that's actually a pretty intriguing topic. 
animals you could beat up. Okay, I'm I'm curious where this is yeah. going to go. So these are pretty much uh, in order. All right. Okay. Uh, field mouse, uh, deer, badger, zebra, um, house cat, and koala bear. I think I could beat all those up. That's a pretty impressive list, I have to say. So, koala bear. You think you could beat up a koala bear? Well, they say the koala bears are kind of ornery, so maybe not. I mean, I that's why I was kind of at the bottom of the list. Um, 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 you know, just, just going by gut feeling, I think I could, yeah. Okay. But that, that sure leaves a lot of animals you do not think you could beat up. Yeah, and it, it's surprising the animals that can beat you up. Like, I, I got beaten up by my neighbor's pet ferret once. Beaten up by, not not just like bit. Bit, I fell down and it, it mauled me. It, I mean, it was crazy. This thing launched itself at me like Tim the Enchanter's rabbit. Like what? Remember the Holy Grail starring Monty Python? Oh, yes. Yeah. That rabbit in it. There's that guy, Tim the Enchanter. Yes, yes. You must first answer one question. Is that what he says? And he goes, what's your favorite color? And then the other guy goes, blue, no red, and he gets he gets killed. Something yeah. like Yeah, I think it's something like that. I'm not, I, I don't have the movie memorized, but. Oh, you got to see it sometime, Tom. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. I just don't have the dialogue memorized. Oh, you don't? I, yeah, no, I don't. I don't, Zach. Not even old woman. I'm not old. Remember that one? That was great, too. I mean, I do recall it. I'm not a when, woman. <laughs> when you say it, I recall the stuff. I just couldn't I couldn't tell you a quote from it. You want it. me to keep saying things? Um, I'm okay. It's only a model. Remember that? I do remember about that. The, yes. About the castle. I remember all yeah, of these. I, Zach, I remember all of these. I just. I'm I just saying. sound like you do. Well, I, I, the second you say one, I recall it. Okay. Well, that's like this, that, that sketch with Fred Armisen and, and, and um, Christian Wig where they're doing the same song at the same time, but it's clear they, don't, they both don't know it. Garth and Cat. No, not not uh, um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. I was talking about the that sketch that when they would be on Weekend Update and okay. they wouldn't know the they wouldn't know the song, but they would be making maybe it up I on the spot. Maybe I haven't seen that one. Then. What's that? Okay, maybe I haven't seen that. What's that? Maybe I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you haven't. I, it sounded like I mean, you brought. Okay. Look, Zach, I'm not sure. What? It's fine. Oh, it sounds like you're having a, a brain hiccup, which I had a big hiccup last week. Oh my god! What 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 was that about? Well, after we spoke, um, I got pulled over in Munchbridge. Um, so this would have been maybe Thursday night or so, and basically, I was coming back from tetherball practice. Yeah, I'm assistant captain. It's nothing. Um, and I was driving and I dropped my nutty buddy 
on the floor of the car. And, you know, I reached down to pick it up. I must have swerved. Next thing I know that, you know, there's police lights behind me. Okay. Just because. pulled over. Yeah, you got pulled over. Okay. So you got, you swerved because you reached for your nutty buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Reckless driving, I guess. You know, so stop, search my car. Nothing illegal, but honestly, something pretty embarrassing. What was it? Well, you know that character who's, um, he, he was a mild-mannered dweeb, and then he'd become just flagrantly unhinged like a maniac when he got un, um, you know, angry or enraged. And I'm not talking about you on the set of Monk. Um, it, it's a character from a, from a TV show. Okay, I, that's... Not sure where that came from, but I, I'm interested to see where you're going with this. Um, what's the name? Oh, um, the Incredible Hulk. Okay. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sidebar: Imagine being the lone witness to seeing the Incredible Hulk, and then uh, being tasked with describing him to the police. Um. Um. Yes, officer. Um, he was huge. Uh, I'm going to say seven four. Uh, he's wearing torn shorts. Um, his skin's the color of green primer. He's got incredibly thick eyebrows, and his hair is just like Dee Dee Ramones, but with sideburns. <laughs> I mean, they'd think you're crazy, right? Yeah, they would. You'd be the one getting locked up. Yeah. Yeah, so... Anyway, what the officers found in my car um, that was embarrassing was I, I can't. I'm not going to say it. I can't. I won't. Zach, I'm, I'm asking you can't. You can't tease like that and then not deliver on it. Just what, what was it? It can't be that embarrassing. It was a DVD, and it, it, it's a it's a film that's an erotic. It's an erotic take on the superhero we just spoke of, but. Um, well, substitute the word hole for ho, uh, Hulk. Yeah. Substitute the word what? Hole, H O L E for Hulk. Incredible hole. Okay. Yeah. And now I actually. You know, mm-hmm. I barely watched it. Mm-hmm. Was it, or were you renting it or did you buy it? I bought it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I rented it. That's how I, I knew I'd, I'd, I'd like it. I ended up buying it after I rented it. So you, okay. So it might be a matter of, and I'm not shaming you at all, but it sounds like you did more than barely watch it. Maybe. And You're that's nitpicking. fine. So, well, so, one of the cops, you know, tried to hand the DVD to the other cop to look at it because they're making fun of it. But I was getting mad, and I grabbed the DVD from the one cop, and I go, come on, guys. Um, they had me pinned down so fast. It reminded me of you dominating Eddie Trunk at the 2022 WCW Monsters of Pod cage match. Remember that? Do I ever? That was a that was a night. You were on fire. 
Yeah. He was so mad. He he, he, he was just, calling out for Blotzer for help. Yeah. He was like, John 5, John 5. And then I remember uh, Jim Florentine was the only one who answered him calling for help. What did he say? He was, because we were debating at that point um, about metal. And Jim right. Florentine came on stage and was kind of just like, yeah, well, one thing I want to say is Ozzy is uh, pretty much one of the best front man that ever. And he said front man. Ozzy's one of the best yeah. front man uh, that ever uh, performed in metal. So, yeah, he did not acquit himself either. What color um, Five Finger Death Punch shirt was he wearing at that point? Do you know? Remember? I think it was lime. Lime. Okay. All right. That sounds right. So I'm pinned down, but then I go, I'm in full escalator mode. Remember I talked about that, how that my friends call me the escalator because I can just take a situation to 10 in the, in the course of four oh. seconds, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. So I'm furious, and I'm trying to get the one cop's gun away from him. Can you believe that? What are you doing? I don't know what I was doing, but I was just, I'm just enraged. And um, a word word of advice, never, ever, ever try to get a cop's gun away from them because they get really mad, really embarrassed. Next thing you know, I know I'm on, I, I'm out, and I wake up in a cell next to this mutant in a Mother 13 shirt. How's that for irony, right? Mm-hmm. That's a weird one. Also, I just want to say, Zach, you're you're telling the audience not to try to wrestle a gun away, a cop's gun away from them, as if this isn't something everyone yeah. knows. Well, you know, like a lot of things, you don't know until you try it. You know, it's like the the, the story of the first guy to eat a a, a clam or, or oyster. You know, gotta but, be a pioneer. Sure. Okay. So you're just making sure people are uh, know what's 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 what. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have to go to court. I have to go to court. You know, for like a whatever arraignment or, and so I I go and Tom, I got off. How how did you swing that? Well, thankfully, I still had the beautifully tailored suit I wore when I sang in um, More Noise from Nowhere, a tribute to mid-period Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. This is a great suit. That sounds very cool. So it's real. It's mid-period yeah, stuff, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah, we're doing like Dig Lazarus, Dig, um, a little bit of Grinder Man stuff. Um, Henry's uh, Dream. Nocturna, you know, um, you're getting any, you Henry's dream. You're getting some Henry. As long as you're getting some Henry's dream in there, that's all I wanted to know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my showstopper was straight to you. I, I, I pretty much killed it every okay. night. But um, so the, the judge went nuts when he saw my suit. He was like, he was, it was like he, he was salivating and he let me go. Sometimes the suit works. You, I'll say this. You take it however you can get it in this life. If you wearing that suit is what got you to beat the beat the charge, so be it. Right? Yeah. 
Uh, so that was good. But between you and me, I'm having some more drama. All right. Well, what's what's the new drama? Well, it's it's to do with my my stepson. Um, Tom, I'm not very spiritual, but I am very religious. Uh, yes, of course. Yeah, I I like the delightful mysteriousness and the rules and the flagrant rage cloaked in the illusion of gentleness and personal sacrifice. You know. Sure, but none of the none of the kind of uh, none of the peaceful perspective that you might get or comfort. No, I find that kind of uninteresting and, and sort of boring. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Oh, I understand that completely. Right. So anywho, I, I wanted to make sure my stepson Skylar had some sort of religious upbringing, you know? So I, I took him to the church I used to go to before I met his mother, Sheila, you know, she's, she's terrified to go to church because her church caught fire during her baptism. I, I don't know what it was that happened, but she said it was, it was like all three exorcist films in one. All three at once. All three at once. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's okay. Well, I could see how she'd be scarred by that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she doesn't want to go, but I, 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 um, you know, I, I tell, um, tell Skyler, you know, I want to go to take, take him to church and, and um, you're not going to believe it. He turns to me and says, why would I want to go listen to some pompous blowhard telling me what not to do when there's a 90% chance this cat's going back to his parsonage to crank it to love boat reruns? Word for word. That's, that's, a, little, that's a little harsh, but I, I see his point. Tom? Yeah, Zach? Tyler is 10. Oh, okay. Well, that's... Right? Yeah, that's a little much for a 10-year-old. Who taught him that kind of... I mean, it's all bad, but how... Well, I want to know who taught him the word parsonage. I've never even heard that word before. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're learning new words from your, from your 10-year-old. I am, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, but who taught him... So- the idea of love boat reruns. The idea of reruns. I don't know. Reruns. Yeah. I mean, is he watching it on um, Peacock? What's the station that has the station? We call them stations now. The channel mm-hmm. that uh, that that plays all the old favorites like that. What's it called? What What do you mean? A streamer? This is like a streamer. It's on the Roku. Okay. Like what channel plays a lot of that stuff? Yeah, what's it called? I, I figured you, Pluto, you, you would Pluto know because you're in the business. Pluto, Pluto, TV? that's it. Yeah. Pluto, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, so I tell I tell Skyler, no, young man, we're going to church, all right? And we did. Okay, how'd that go? It sucked. It was boring as heck, and the AC didn't work. Okay. It was pretty pretty awful, and then. During the silent meditation, feel this this like poking, and I look down, open my eyes. Skylar slipped me a note, and I opened the note, and it said, "I could never have a child because I couldn't stand the thought of disappointing them 
the way you have disappointed me. Wow. Oof. In the pe- in the penmanship of a 32-year-old like stenographer, like professional writing, what is going on in there? That's a that's that's brutal. Awful. And but it, it was almost as bad as when um, during a neighbor's Christmas party, he yelled from the children's table, "Father, why do I have to choke down this low-quality meal now?" When in a few hours the grown-ups are going to enjoy a gourmet feast, <sighs> you got some kind of kid there. It's yeah, it's a it's it's a it's a labor of love. A lot of, a lot more labor than love right now, though. That's what it sounds like. Sounds like this is sounds like you're hitting one of those challenging periods. Yeah. Yes. I, know, I thought having a kid would be really, really easy. Oh, you thought it would be easy, eh? I think it would. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think I'd have to change my my lifestyle one bit. I really didn't. So you just thought everything would kind of fall into place around your the choices you want to make. I thought, you know, I'm cool. I know what I'm doing. I know. I know. You know how to function. You know how hard can this be? It's hard. It's really hard. Oh like, my did you think your kid was going to just like go along with the stuff you like doing? Why would, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I, I went, I'll, I'll say it. I went into it pretty naively. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I mean, um, I'm sorry, but I also kind of don't understand being that naive about it. Well, I don't know. So, but funny enough, her, his mother, Sheila and I, we got off to a pretty bizarre start as well. Mm-hmm. How, how did the two of you get off to a weird start? You know, she's from way out there in Hicksbridge. Okay. Oh, it's a whole other, it's, it's like, it's, you know, the, like the old, old West out there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I've never, I, I have avoided that area, that era, yeah. Uh, area. Yeah. It's, it's bad. So I met her when we were singing in this Southern rock tribute band called Almond Special Skin Hatchet. What was the band called? It's a terrible name. Almonds, you know, as in the Almond Brothers. Okay. Special. Second word special, as in 38 special. Gotcha. Third word, third half word, skin, S-K-Y-N, for Leonard Skinner. Gotcha. And the fourth word, hatchet for Molly. Something played. Sorry. Zach, I apologize. There's weird audio issue thing going on here. Okay. What uh yeah, sorry about that. Skin. Uh, you left off at skin for Skinnerd. Final word was hatchet. Hatchet. For Molly, for Molly hatchet. hatchet. Okay. And what was almond 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 special skin hatchet almond special skin show i kind of like it in a weird way though it makes sense now but yeah but you know people thought it was like a torture demonstration or like the jim rose show you know so we never got the audience that we should have um you know so so while that's happening, things get pretty quickly, you know, heavy with me and Sheila, you know, pretty, 
the crazy stuff, pretty much due to the cocaine we were scarfing up like fun dip. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I should have known it was going to get crazy when I, you know, I'm a, you know things were crazy then. I, I asked her to text me a dirty photo. And when she did, I had to respond, not that dirty. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, well, yeah, you might have wanted, you, you probably should have just rolled with that instead of making it kind of judgy. Well, it, it was, I mean, it was, it was like a picture in the magazine, Tom. All right. That's, oh, well, okay. Well, that's, that's very intense. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, she was great, but, but she's having some drama too, you know, um, Tom, um, to, to you and all your listeners out there, if um, if one day your partner is upset because their friend called him a flagrant bitch, do not respond with the word well followed by a long pause. Again, pretty pretty clear, pretty ex- acceptable advice. I don't know if anybody would, would not be able to f- figure out how to navigate that one. But she got furious, and but she, you know she was already mad about something else. Mm-hmm. And what, what what was that? She wants to get back into music, and and um, she was approached by our old manager Duffy Boudreau, this French mm-hmm. guy, and yeah. um, uh, about make about making an album under the a different name, um, her uh, under the name Rachel Purity. Uh, for this sketchy label I'd never heard of called Panzerfaust Records. Do you know about them? Panzerfaust, that's one of those, that's a really kind of ugly scene, isn't it? I think it is, yeah. So they wanted her to record under under the name Rachel Purity, you know, and it's just, that's pretty offensive. And, yeah. you know, and she was on the fence, on the fence and I go, you have to think about your legacy, the way you're going to be remembered. Do you want to be tied to that? I don't think so, right? To be tied to the idea of performing as Rachel Purity, which is a play on words. It's very, very gross. Right. Very defensive, yeah. And so, you know, she was on the fence, and I go, look, this is the, this is the reason why I left the outhouse. The what? The outhouse. What do you mean by the outhouse? The outhouse. That um, that was a country band put together by Merle Allen, the brother of singer-songwriter Gigi Allen. Singer-songwriter Gigi Allen. Yeah, he passed away a few years ago. Yeah, he he did. He did. I I, I think people are being a little uh, a little uh, generous by calling him a singer-songwriter. I mean, he's a criminal i mean that's you could maybe lead with that well that's neither here nor there but um we played what merle called toilet and western music okay please tell me about toilet and western music well the band was legit great. We had Nicole Lawrence on pedal steel guitar. We had uh, Patrick Burkery from the Cabinet of Wonders on drums. G- great players, but you know, I couldn't look myself in the mirror after the shows. You know, every night after singing songs with titles like "There's Mud in Your Eye," at least I hope it's mud. 
um, hop on my hog, stop invading my dreams, and I'll stop invading your canning room. You know, it was just it was just gross stuff. I didn't want to sing it anymore. No, I could see how that would get to you. So it was rough, and I had to quit. But I heard they have a new singer. His name's um, Mike Lisk, and he's supposed to be as unhinged as Gigi, like or even worse. Wow. Okay. That's sick stuff. That sounds pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, speaking of scum rock, did you hear that Adam driver has signed on to play Gigi Allen in a biopic directed by Peyton Reed? Um, I, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be nuts. And I actually read for the part of Dino sex, the drummer, but I realized I'd have to be nude for all of it. And, I just can't disappoint Skylar even more, right? Be a bad parent. You got to tread lightly with that stuff. You got to, you got to just, you, you, you know where the line is. Thought I did, but maybe I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you don't actually. Oh no. Wait, what, what is it? Oh my gosh. What? What is it? Oh gosh. Oh no. What is it? Oh my goodness. Oh what? my goodness. What? I can't believe I can't believe it. I I just walked from my bedroom um into my kitchen and oh my god. Um the, the field mice in my neighborhood, they must have been listening to our conversation <laughs> and, and and um they um they um they they heard me say I can beat them up. Yes, you were, you were, yeah. Um, do you know what a, a king rat is? I do, I do, yes. Like when a, a bunch of rats, they, they get their tails tied together and they become a giant rat, right? Yeah, exactly. It, why, is that what's going on with the field uh, mice? Um, uh, 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 what I'm looking at can only be described as a field mouse mountain. Oh my God. That's you. You got to get out of there. I got to get out of here. Tom. Man. Zach, you got to be safe. What do I do to my, my wallet, my keys and, and my passport are on the, on the counter on the other side of, of field mouse mountain. What am I going to do? I, d- I don't know what to tell you. This is this is a hard one. Oh crap! Oh my goodness! There are days, right? Yeah, there there are. Yeah, there are. As the man said, there are days, and there are days. Well, be safe, Zach. Effort. Effort. I'm going to plow right through that thing. Okay. Look out! Look out! Field Mouse Mountain. I wonder if he made it. Oh, that that did not sound good. I hope you're okay, Zach. I hope you're okay. Two zero one nine eight nine zero zero one two is the number if you want to call in.
we were talking about. Oh, you know what we were talking about? That was a good one. We look, I'll say this. You want to talk about the animal thing from last week about uh which animal you wish uh would kill you? I'm not done thinking about that. You could still call up and talk about that. But we were also kicking around an idea which I think people can suggest movie crossovers that haven't happened yet and I was told we have a guest here. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Now, just so you know, this is one of those. This is one of those moments where you got to like. I got to get ready because this guy. is one of those toe to toe ones. Where he comes in, he, this guy's gonna come in hot. I've I've experienced enough with with uh, cats like this to know they come in hot. All right. Now this guy, the world of comedy is a is a full of wonderment and surprises and um. Sometimes you get someone who, yeah, that's right, Kirkland. <laughs> oh, what flavor is this? What? Rust-Oleum. Oh, that's not good. In comedy, you get these guys. They go up there with the mic, and they're being funny, and they're making everybody laugh. And then you get guys who have a piano on stage and they're playing their songs it's very rare you get someone who does both until tonight <laughs> we've got a young a youngster coming up this is one of the it's kind of like when ed mcmahon would do on uh star search this is the stars of tomorrow when he'd have like a young uh tiger woods would come on and putt a golf ball or a young uh, Venus Williams would hit a tennis uh, tennis ball. This guy, his name is Tommy McNamara, correct? That is correct, yes. Look, it's right up on the mic. That's how you got to be. I like that. <laughs> this guy, first, of, first things first, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, thank you, Tom. I'm a weekly listener. So it's I'm a weekly listener. You see, once in a while, the guests actually listen to the program. <laughs> it had to happen one of these years. <laughs> no. Thank you for coming. Now, you, how do you describe what you do? Are you a comedian? Are you a musician? Are you uh, a stand-up? What do you like to say? So I would say like 90% of the shows I do are just straight stand up. Yeah. But yeah. I like to uh, occasionally for a bigger show, I will mm -hmm. do a do a backing band, which uh, mm -hmm. consists of Pat Byrne, who you know very well. Yes, Pat Byrne, who's uh, unfortunately not here tonight. That's the best. Yes. Um, Pat is in your band. He Pat drums. plays the drums. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, my friends Chris Donahue and Kevin O'Brien. Mm -hmm. We'll do that. Once a year, we do like a big uh, Christmas show at Union Hall. Okay. 
And then uh, I kind of decided that I wanted to do a special where I did a full band mm-hmm. and added a couple extra elements, added a saxophone and some backing vocals and uh, wanted you, to make a big production. Now, I want to say this. I watched. It's called Smoldering. Yes. And where can people get it? It is on YouTube right now. YouTube. Now, what is that? Now, that is a website. Uh, they started in California a few years ago. So it's a California-based website yes. called YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it's is this something you started? Uh, no, you know, but uh, I've used it before, so it was an honor to be okay. on there. Yeah. Oh, YouTube. Okay, never mind. I know what YouTube is. <laughs> I like YouTube. Um, this special, Smoldering, it's very funny. Thank you, Tom. Just to give people an idea, this dude goes up, tells some jokes, then he brings out the band, and then he sings a song. The lineup is there's a guitar player, there's a drummer, there's a bassist, there's a a saxophone player Mm -hmm. occasionally. Yes. And you, you... Seemingly play keyboard. <laughs> Is there? Uh... I just want to say something. <laughs> Davy Jones played. Uh, he he played more than you play in some spots <laughs> in this. I've never seen. If you've ever wanted to see someone hunch over a keyboard and sing, and occasionally he goes. That is most of it, yeah. (laughs) He'll spin around. He'll spin around. He'll hunch over the keyboard and sing the song. And then every once in a while, you like will reach out and go, and then you'll go two minutes without touching the keyboard. Yes. Then you'll go. Well, this is why I'm in comedy and not uh, music. Because in music, you really have to be Mm -hmm. playing the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is not exactly, uh, you're not going to get Inagata DeVita at a... (laughs) Tommy McNamara show. (laughs) Maybe the next, uh, I I think if I spent three years really, really trying, I could get there, but we'll see. Yeah. Now you, uh, you have a, a, don't take this the wrong way, a casual relationship with your keyboard. That is, yes. (laughs) I would say a a talentless relationship with with the instrument. but. But that, but it's funny. The whole thing's funny and the songs are legit too. Uh, thank you very much. Pat wrote uh, some of the music. Pat did, yeah. yes. Yeah, but I, I'm very happy with how it turned out. They did a great job. We had very few rehearsals, and everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was only one show, so we had one yeah. shot at it, and everyone did a great job. So. What do you think is going to happen to Pat with this arson trial? You know, I'm rooting for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the evidence is kind of stacked up against them, though. <laughs> yeah, but the uh, you know, I think the courtroom drawings of him are looking really good. That could okay. help his uh, clout. That's fair. That's so. fair. Now, Tommy McNamara, one thing we were talking about in the past week on the show was there was a topic on the table, which we were talking about. What animal do you wish would kill you? Mm -hmm. But I also want to put a new topic up. And I also want to tell people they could call. This is one of the rare open phone shows. Because you know what? I don't trust you people with open phones anymore. (laughs) You you took the privilege away. Not unlike when a kid gets a puppy and then suddenly mom and dad are feeding the puppy after a couple weeks. 
They're walking the dog. Then the privilege gets taken away. The listeners, you... Open phones was the puppy. You guys blew it. Just like at the end of Easy Rider. We blew it. You ever see Easy Rider? I have not, no. Yeah, you don't need to see it. <laughs> Fun thing about Easy Rider, it sucks. I did come from a movie, Tom. You came from a movie? To the studio today, I did. Okay. Oh, I, th- I wasn't sure what you meant if you're, <laughs> I come from a movie. It's like, what are your father was a movie? I'm and like the girl from the ring. I just walked out. And, you yeah. walk out of the thing. So what movie did you see today? I had some time to kill mm-hmm. and uh, I did not want to see this movie, but it was the only movie that yeah. lined up perfectly with the timing. Okay. I saw Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. Now, what was that like? Uh, it was, uh, I did end up, uh, walking out, not in like a big protest, just in like, uh-huh. I think, uh, I think just walking you around town it. is fine. You know, who's the star of five nights at Freddy's? Uh, this guy, Josh Hutcherson, I believe is his name. I think he was in the hunger games. Oh, he's good. Mm-hmm, one of the best. Yeah. Yeah. And this hunger games, there's apparently there's a hunger games prequel yes. coming out, mm-hmm. which they're calling the peckish games. <laughs> I have to check that out. <laughs> Peckish because it's before they're hungry. I want to know about the franchises, the movie crossovers that you'd like to see that never happened. For example, because there was talk for a long time oh, they're going to do Men in Black combined with. 21 Jump Street. That was something that's in the works for a long time. Didn't happen. But, like, imagine that if they teamed up. Because you know at some point, TommyMcNamara.com, we are building toward, (laughs) within 10 years, if I'm still here on this planet, if I'm lucky enough to still be here, there will be a movie called Marvel versus Star Wars. Oh, man. (laughs) Right? Yeah, I can't imagine. I'm trying to go the rest of my life never seeing another Marvel thing. Uh, What's can, the last one you saw? Don't say Quantum Mania. Oh, don't yeah. say Quantum Mania. <laughs> don't say I turned you off to the franchise. No, that was not it. I saw Endgame. Uh, was the last one I saw in theaters, and mm-hmm. uh, I didn't. I didn't hate it, but I just said, you know, I think I'm good. I think I. Yeah. 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 I get it. I disagree, but I get it. But what would be a franchise? Let's throw it to the listeners. 201-989-0012. People are talking about Jason Dudiogor. Are you here, Jason? Oh, I'm here. Oh, there he is. And I've got an idea. Give me an idea. I would like to see a, a film starring uh, that really meshes together two of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see the cast from City Slickers with Meet the Fockers. Hold on. Now I need to wrap my head around this. The cast of City Slickers. <laughs> yeah. Crystal. Kirby. Well, you're not going to get Kirby Stern. anymore. Stern. Stern. You'll get you'll get Crystal and Stern. Look, if you can bring back this thing they got going on, this AI stuff, and I know people are down on it. I'm kind of digging it. AI. 
right? I'm okay with it if it can bring Bruno Kirby back. So you want to see the City Slickers yeah. teamed up with who now? Meet the Fockers. Meet the Fockers, which is Stiller. De Niro. De Niro. Danner. <laughs> Polo. Right? Yeah. This is just all the names at the top of the uh, of the poster for this. Owen Wilson. Is he back? Oh, yeah. He's back. Hey, uh, you know, I'm kind of looking for those city slickers. I think it's kind of a fun thing. You know, these guys are trying to say... They're trying to get their smiles back, and I think that's kind of all right. Is that Owen Wilson, or is it Neil Young? How dare you. <laughs> Mike? I'm just saying, it can be both. No, I'm insulted. No. I'm insulted it, yeah, then, what's, yeah, then do your Neil Young. You hear that, Mike? Yeah. Is it Neil Young or... Well, we're talking about Meet the Fockers. Who do you think it is? Neil Young? <laughs> all right, two sticks. I get it. We're going to talk about, uh, yeah, I talk about Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. And then Owen Wilson came out, and he's like, there's a town in Ontario. <laughs> How dare you? Look at that City Slickers poster. The white teeth coming off oh these God. guys. <laughs> Look at Bruno Kirby's teeth. Like the bat signal. Right? You put those teeth up and then uh, Morton Danny Jr. shows up. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't like my wheezing, self-congratulatory laugh. And I'm right there with you. I'm not a fan of it. I'm trying to learn how to laugh again. <laughs> You think it's funny, Tommy? I don't laugh anymore. This show beat the laughter out of me. Because oh, I don't like when I hear a radio person. <laughs> so I stopped. And then suddenly I couldn't go back. Now I'm at the point where when uh, Tommy McNamara makes the funniest joke he ever made, I go, that's very funny. <laughs> but listen, you laughed more now than I've laughed in two years. I'm a big, uh, big on mic laugher. I think it is. You like annoying, laughing, but I Good. do love to laugh. Yeah, uh, that's great. You, you are, you know, who you're a lot like a friend of mine likes to laugh too. Uh, let me pull up a little clipperoo of my friend talking about how much they like to laugh. Right, you know who I'm talking about, don't you? I'm worried. Uh, <laughs> I'm worried about uh, my Ooh, can't find it. Never mind. I'll find it in a minute. So, yeah. City Slickers and Meet the Foggers. What comes of that franchise? Well, well, what on earth would come from that? I think they're all back at the ranch. I think uh, the Fockers kind of come into the Slickers world. So the Fockers are looking for what? kind of a getaway like a family like a family vacation they go to this ranch so they're trying to find their smile right yeah my favorite scene in in meet the parents is when ben affleck they got to go in the pool and ben affleck is like oh they're like oh we don't have any ba i didn't i don't have a bathing suit all we have is this speedo and he puts it on He's got an eight-pack. He's as ripped as humanly possible. 
And it's like played as if like, oh my God, look how. If I was jacked the way Ben Stiller said, you'd never get me out of a Speedo. Never get me out of it. You ever wear a Speedo? Like Ricky Gervais, I'm just going to. What's that now? Did you ever wear a Speedo? Mike, what do you think? <laughs> I I had to wear one one time. Oh, well, now this. What? Hold on. <laughs> Shut the show down. We got a clear path to the finish line. Tell me about you wearing a Speedo, Mike. Well, I never I thought I'd just... say that in my life. <laughs> Mike, tell me about the Speedo you wore. I was a kid, and uh, I was hanging out with a guy on my Little League team I one don't day. like where this is going. <laughs> and his family was part of the swim club. Did your, did your neighborhood have a swim club? You know, you, you pay and you go to the pool. and Not mine. You mean the ta- the community pool? Well, you had to pay. This wasn't a free freebie. We had a pay for we had a pay a pay pool, but my parents were too poor to do it. Yeah, mm. we my yeah my family couldn't afford it either. Yeah. But my friend was part of the swim club, and and so it was like an impromptu thing. We were going to go swimming. That wasn't the mm-hmm. plan for the afternoon. Sure. And I'm like, I don't have a bathing suit. He's like, Oh, I've got bathing suits. <laughs> and what does he hand me? He hands me. <laughs> Did he? Did he? His did he speedo. snap? Did he kind of yeah. launch it at you, I mean, like I, stretch it I back and still, like send it flying I, I at you? Still, I can still remember handling it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this isn't going to cover much, yeah. you know? Yes, what? Mike. Mike, we're going to go to the swim club. Uh, <laughs> the family's going to the swim club, but will you be yeah. in attendance? W- what color was it? Oh, I can still see it. It was like a fancy, fancy. like the fancy design, colors. like uh, oh, okay, blue, blue and white and brown, and just a weird psychedelic pattern. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And I, yeah, I, I think I put them on peer pressure. So you put on the speedo and you went swimming. Yeah, we went swimming, and how did it feel? I wasn't strutting around That's very much. The no, weirdest like... question I've ever <laughs> no, heard. I, I always wondered: is is there like some freedom Zoe, to it? Zoe, oh, no, I, Zoe, I, I clip felt, that. Uh, Zoe, that's exposed. a clippable moment. Zoe, if <laughs> you don't clip that, I'll have you escorted from the building. <laughs> if you don't clip Jason saying, "How did it feel?" <laughs> like as if he's uh, as if he's uh, Samantha on <laughs> Sex in the City. Tell me, darling. Darling, how did it feel? Imagine walking around in less than your underwear. That's what it felt like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is what I was talking about with the laugh. Like Ricky Gervais, I'm just going to let it out. I love his laugh. Do you hate his laugh too? Peter Holmes. Can I do my impression of Pete Holmes? Please. Do you understand? (laughs) (laughs) See, I laughed. You got me to laugh. I didn't just go. That was funny. You actually got me to laugh. Thank you. The gift is back. I feel it again. <laughs> Who knew that a Tommy McNamara? And how's the name Tommy working for you? You like Tommy? You know, Tom, I called into this show once years ago. And we ago. talked about we this. Talk, sure. You told me to go by Little Boy Tom was your <laughs> recommendation. <Okay>. All right. <laughs> Little Boy Tom. And yeah. what led to that? You were, you're just kind of not a fan of Tommy as an adult. Uh as a Thomas yourself. Let's think about who the Tommies are that we like. Of course, we like Tommy McNamara. We like Tommy, the pinball player. We uh, There's Tommy Lasorda. Mm-hmm. There's a whole section in my book. It never ends about names, about Tom, Tommy, Thomas. I had a guitar teacher who was Tommy with an I. 
Wow. Because he wanted to be like Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Uh, did, the, did that guitar teacher teach you as much as your piano teacher taught you? Because you might want to go get your money back. I've never seen somebody touch a keyboard less. I've seen people who don't play keyboard touch keyboards more than you do on stage. Can we show a little bit of Tommy on stage, please? If you want to get it ready. I want to see... What I want to see you how little you touch the key, how little you touch it from the special. Look, there's a, it's very slowed down. He's touching it. Of course, you find the one thing where he does touch the keys. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. right? I mean, a hundred percent. Yeah, if you watch the first song we do, I think I literally only touched it. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah. we show some of the first song yeah. from Tommy's special? Smothering you. Smoldering. What is it called? Smoldering. Smoldering you. Yeah. yeah. Smoldering. I'm trying to. Uh, my goal is to get the amount of views on the YouTube special to be equal to the amount of dollars I spent uh, making it, which oh, has not that's happened right. yet. Okay. So that's that's the goal. If anyone wants to, you want to throw a, a number out on that? It's about a, about a six k, I would say. So you're looking to get six thousand. Views, then I'll stop. Uh, yeah, stop feeling as bad. We once, can once do it better that. than that. Yeah. This is this is the lowest of bars you're setting. <laughs> Boy, if I could just get six thousand views, I six thousand pairs of eyes on this thing. Boy, I'd consider that a victory. Whoa, six thousand dare to dream, Tommy. Well, then I can retire. You know? If you're looking <laughs> in the mirror at home, you can do this. Six thousand big ones. Come on, folks. <laughs> you, 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 you got to swing a little bigger than that. That's a good point. And somebody just, yeah. And also, you spent six grand on the thing. It's oddly specific. It's <laughs> the weirdest number, six thousand. You could have rounded down to five or up to ten. Mm-hmm. Six. Ten would have been smarter because then more people would. I'd get more views if I'd lied and said ten. That would have been the better move. That's not how it works either. <laughs> yeah. People aren't obeying this. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It's a fantasy of yours, and it will come true. Everybody, check out Smoldering, starring Tommy McNamara, over on YouTube. So, what what, what do we got? What's a franchise? Uh, what what are the franchises you like, Tommy? What's a what's a franchise that you like? Do you like the uh, Star Wars movies? You know, I've seen I've seen them. I wouldn't say that's, that's my a no. thing. That's I like a no. when I was trying to think of one. I was thinking. You put Saw, you get Jigsaw from Saw, mm-hmm. throw Jigsaw into Fast and the Furious, mm-hmm. see what happens there. Jigsaw in the Fast and the Furious movie, so he would be saying like, uh, "This, you're strapped to two cars and yes. you're going to get your arms ripped off, mm-hmm. it pulled out of their sockets. You say that family is so important to you, mm-hmm. but you know. Not Are you a fan of the Saw franchise? I, I've seen them all. You see Saw. I see saw, yes. New one was pretty good. I saw that one in theaters. Really? Yeah. Guy walks out of Five Nights at Freddy's. Don't worry, though. <laughs> he saw Saw 14 the night it came out. It actually was opening night. <laughs> Did you say this phrase? One for Saw 14, please. <laughs> I, I recently did a one for Taylor Swift's The Eras Tour, which is worse than a one for Saw 14. I That's like. one where they flagged you on that. I'm just going to say. <laughs> yeah, it was One a, for Taylor yeah. Swift? 
you you do you might not know how much you were being watched. <laughs> it was a, it was a ten forty a.m. Mm-hmm. on a Saturday screening, so definitely definitely. I'm surprised they sold you the ticket. To be honest, <laughs> that they just didn't go. You sure, you don't want to say something else, pal. We've got all sorts of other movies playing here, pal. They say pal over and over. Yeah. You sure, you want to see something else, pal? Now. How are we? Are, are, do we have our, our? We have diners here. The band Diners. I think we should check out Diners. And we will be back with more Tommy McNamara and your calls at 201 989 0012. On Diners, sorry. Gonna okay. About, about how much time? How long? 10, 15. 10 or 15 minutes. Absolutely, Wes. Now, this Wes is one of the, one of the heroes of the best show. People oh, love thanks. him. And the look, you like the way it looks on that screen? That's Wes. We'll be with diners in 10 to 15 minutes. Let's see what, so you like the Saw movie. Somebody just said in the chat, the new one is the second best in the whole franchise. I think I agree with that, yeah. Okay, all right. And this Jigsaw, would you get you get your jollies out of watching the <laughs> the murders he comes up with? I wouldn't phrase it that way, but I guess. I have guess you seen fair. all of the Saw movies? I have, yeah. I could not give you a definitive ranking, but I have seen them all. Okay. Are we ready for this performance of Tommy McNamara on stage? I want to see how little he touches the keyboard. <laughs> you know, he's up there doing stand up. He's got a, a, a sharp suit on. Where'd you get that? Men's Warehouse? You know, that suit, I believe, was a gift from my mom. Okay. Uh, I'm a very fashionable guy, mm-hmm. mostly yes. wearing stuff that was bought for me by my look. mom at Christmas. Yeah, look, doesn't matter where you get it. I mean, you could have worn a tie, but <laughs> shown the order. Where did you tape this? The Bell House? The Bell House yes. in Brooklyn. Yes, my favorite place. Yeah. Yes. The, my favorite thing about the Bell House is if you walk around that neighborhood, mm-hmm. you can watch them putting the the ads on buses if you look in the terminals you see them literally putting on a thing that says that'll say uh, the marvels coming mm-hmm. soon and you get to see that okay how about what how many minutes in do you sing your first song? I, th- I think it's about 10 minutes in i would say is the first one if we go 10 minutes in on this if we don't mind let's see Mr. Tommy McNamara. Okay, yes, this go. is this is going to be exactly okay. what you described. Yeah. Now watch, <laughs> let's watch this. Okay. Fuck you. Okay, of course he curses, and now he touched the keys once. I'm never gonna figure out my life. He's not playing. Oh, you're playing a little bit there. I'm never gonna have any power. Are you actually playing there? What are you doing? I think I'm hitting the chord once. You're I'm just letting it ring. You're hitting it once. And look at Pat drumming. Pat Byrne going off. He He's a rock star in this thing. Yeah. He looks so good. Yeah. I don't even think that keyboard's plugged in. All right, you can stop. You can stop. I did not want to say say an F-bomb on the best show. And I, yeah, you did. <laughs> happened against my will. Happened against your will. <laughs> Let's see. Any we got any uh, any? Let's see. Oh, we got a call here. Hello, best show. Hi, Tom's. This is Kevin O'Brien, bass player from the Tommy McNamara band. Kevin O'Brien. To what do we owe the pleasure of this? You're in the band. Yeah, 
I'm the guy who looks like low rent John Waters. You're like low rent John Waters. <laughs> yeah, like lower rent. Yeah, I don't know what that would be. What do you got? The mustache? You got the mustache there, Kevin? Not anymore. I shaved it off uh, mm-hmm. right after the special, actually. Okay. What do you look like? You you probably look like one of the Daniels. You do you look like one of the Daniels. Uh, I wish we've we've hung out a couple times. We've met before. Who mean you? Yeah, you know what I look like. Do I know this guy? Uh, I, I I think he he's an honest man, so I would believe him if he said it. And what what's your last name? O'Brien. I don't know who you are. <laughs> um. I mean, you sound like a nice enough fellow. Well, this would be the first time. You sound like a nice enough fellow. What, to what do I have the pleasure of this call other than you want everyone to know you're in the band? Um, well, I had one for the topic, which I believed was sing talking. Well, that's enough. That's a future one, but I'll allow it for tonight. Okay. Well, I didn't mean to jump the gun. Don't worry, but, Kevin. Uh, I. I got a lame one. Uh, Mike Doherty from Soul Coughing. Is he a talk singer? Yeah. Like what? What is a what is a song he does? Uh, Chicago, not Chicago. How's that? Screenwriters go? blues. How's that go? It's like real, like mid nineties. It's he kind of sounds like the guy from the Bloodhound Gang, but the backing band is like kind of like Cake or something. Wow, that's the highest compliment you could give any musician. You kind of sound like the Bloodhound yeah. Gang crossed with cake. Yeah. You got to get they have to, you got to you got to turn in your instruments if that's what if that's the music you're making where you sound like <laughs> the Bloodhound Gang. What Bloodhound Gang song? The one about the well, porn it's not star. That, like, a song. It's just his vocal register. He sounds like Jimmy Pop from the Bloodhound Gang, mm, but he's doing like free associating, mm. like beat poetry sort yeah. of stuff. What's your favorite Bloodhound Gang? That's song, the bad one, Kevin? by the way. Kevin, what's your favorite Bloodhound Gang song? Uh, I would probably say, man, they're all so good. You know, how do you pick your favorite? That's where I'm at. Too. Um. Stacey Lane's uh, is pretty good, but it's pretty vulgar. Um, mm-hmm. I Hope You Die is a banger. Hell yeah. Great song. This guy knows way too much. <laughs> you sure you want this guy in your band? Actually, now? We're going to do some reevaluating. Yeah. yeah. I think we need to do some, take some uh, stock of who we're associating with, Tommy. Because, look, again, this Kevin sounds like a quality person. This Bloodhound Gang love is troubling at best. Are you a big cake fan, also, Kevin? I don't like them as much. You got to keep in oh, mind. Oh, you don't I like them as much as Bloodhound, Bloodhound Gang. Gang got Look, I like cake just fine. I mean, not as much as I like the Bloodhound Gang, <laughs> but who? But who? who what, what other bands are as good as Bloodhound Gang? <laughs> Bloodhound Gang is the superior band in that. If that's if that's a head to head, that's that's actually my franchise crossover. That's <laughs> you, for the topic tonight, actually. Cake and Bloodhound Blood Gang, Gang teaming up. Cake. Yeah, I want to see that on the silver screen. The Bloodhound Gang are like if a 
Hustler cartoon decided to make music. <laughs> well, that's fair. Disgusting Bloodhound Gang. Are they still around, Bloodhound Gang? Oh, I hope so, because I just saw Blink-182 this year, so I'm ready to go see all these guys again for the first what, time what's, what's going on with you? <laughs> Blink-182, Bloodhound Gang? What, what, yeah. what is this? What are you, you losing a bet? You got to check these shows out because you lost a bet? What's your hey, favorite? You know, some of us just came of age at a different time, Tom. I don't know what to tell you. Sure. Now, let me think about that. Um, do, do you like, uh, what, what's your favorite band from the 60s, Kevin? Uh, I'm going to say the MC5. The MC5. So you like them. Hmm? What's your favorite MC5 yeah. album? Which one do you like best? High Time? Kick, kick Out the Jam. You like Kick Out the Jam Fest. Well, I have news for you. If you can be a fan of MC5, you can find other things to listen to. You are not there for them. Find other things. Bloodhound. Just because you checked it out when you were nine don't mean you got to stay there. <laughs> okay. What would you recommend? Anything else. <laughs> than Bloodhound Gang? Now I'm weirdly well, I have intrigued. been getting back into Limp Bizkit, too. Now, look, now you're talking my language. <laughs> What's your favorite Limp Bizkit You see their Lollapalooza set? It's amazing. Wait, which, which, which one? From when? Uh, like a, two years ago. I think it was 2021. The whole thing's on YouTube, which okay. you can also find the Tommy McNamara special on this new website they created. Yeah. No, they put these videos up. and they, Kevin... It pains me to say this. You yep. just got kicked out of the band. <laughs> you're out. You're out. Got to get a new bass player and a new keyboard I knew player. this was going to happen. <laughs> now, look at that. Kevin, I want you to answer a question also. When Tommy's on stage, <laughs> and do, you, or do you ever just go like, man, he don't touch that keyboard much? Well, okay, I will pull back the curtain real quick. Yeah. Tommy actually only came to one and a half rehearsals, and we only <laughs> rehearsed three times. So you only rehearsed three times, which is a testament to your musicianship. Yes. What was he? Well, busy? more to Pat, but yes. There's a you, new Saw movie out. You were, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a new Saw movie. I got to get ready. <laughs> Guys, I can't make the rehearsal for my special. And I put six grand into that thing, Tom. Well, yeah, Tommy did kind of come in like a money man. I don't know if you just like so he's, came off his boat or something. Really weird. He You're like a weird late. executive producer a of your own. He had a rumpled shirt. Yeah. Look, Kevin, I wish I had better yeah. news for you. I do have actually some good news for you. Um, but tell us about how, tell me about how you two met. Uh, that's what I want to hear about first. Uh, I mean, I'll let Tommy tell the story. It's his show. It's his time. Uh, yeah, I don't remember, Kev. Is there an actual story? <laughs> okay. I, uh, I'm a, I was a little more sober than Tommy, I think. Uh, okay. Was Tommy, it in Chicago? I, 
Okay, never mind. Look, never no, mind. it was when we we both moved to New York around the same time, mm-hmm. and then we were both temp, and we both go to the same open mics, and then we would both drink a lot after the open mic, mm-hmm. and then we were both big fans of you, Mister Sharpling, and we well, talked about that show yeah. a lot. Okay, thank you. I just I do, yeah. Kevin. I have some exciting news for you. Someone else's oh, no, mis- mis- somebody's misfortune is your lucky day. That's how it goes in life sometimes. Do you know who Jared Hasselhoff is? The David Hasselhoff's brother? No, he's the bassist for the Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> oh, I just got outed. I'm not as big a he fan just as got I arrested. I was. He just got arrested. <laughs> oh, no. And oh. they're looking for a new bass player. I need to ask you, do you think you could play the bad touch on bass? Well, I have good news for you. I actually would warm up and rehearse by playing numerous songs off that album. Off the Hooray for Boobies album? (laughs) Yes. I know how to play Hell Yeah. Is that really what it's called? Oh, yeah. I'm looking around. Yeah. It's good power chords. (laughs) This is the description. The Bloodhound Gang is an American rock band from Pennsylvania. Formed in 1992 by rappers Jimmy Pop and Daddy Longlegs, the band is known for its crude lyrics, which are full of sexual innuendos. And you go toward that, Kevin. <laughs> you went toward it. I mean, when I was 12, 13, absolutely. How could I not? Kevin, how old are you now? You ain't 12 or 13. I'll say that. You gotta <laughs> let it 37. go. Let it go. It's time. Do you have a Bloodhound Gang poster? What do you? What's your prize, uh, uh, Bloodhound Gang uh, possession? Uh, I actually regret selling my Hooray for Boobies shirt when I was nineteen. So, or actually, I don't even know. I sold it. I think I got given away. You sold your Hooray for Boobies shirt, or or someone took it. Yeah, because I was like growing out of it and I was going to college and I was like, oh, I'm supposed to listen to David Bowie and stuff now. So I was being a little too cool for school. But, you know, at this point in my midlife crisis, I'm willing to just embrace what I like. I got to just say, Kevin, Kevin, don't take this the wrong way. It might just be a crisis. This might be a complete life I am crisis. in midlife, though. I'm 37. But if you were listening to this stuff when you were 10, that's when the crisis started. Okay, that's that's probably true. Do you have do you have a, a Bloodhound Gang CD in your house? Be honest. Oh, I, I'm almost positive there's at least one in my CD booklet that I still have from when I was a kid. I mean, I haven't looked at it in a while, but I'm sure there's one in there. This is what I'm going to ask you to do. I want you to not not tonight. Okay. I want you to film yourself smashing that CD. What is this, Tony Robbins? Now I don't know if I can do that, Tom. Well, get off my phone. He's gone.
Diners, are we ready to hear diners? Are they ready? We're good to go when you are, Tom. I want to say this. This band is so good, diners. And they're live in the best show, Forever Dog Theater. I'm going to throw it over now to the theater and check out diners on the best show, please. Someday I'll get my wings Before I fall asleep I always take a moment to dream I've never caught a wave I'd like to have my day Stay a fantasy Or I can finally put it all in play Hey, hey Find every nation in here so dangling New inspirations If you need time for me Someday I'll go surfing Someday I'll go surfing Not at the finer boy And not at the finer shore With that many locals around You'd rather that I'd just stayed it on Find out the nations and cares for dangling
I tried to play the clown and saw my silhouette. Somebody mentioned what it wasn't supposed to be. So now I'm rolling it over. I'm working on my Working on my Working on my Working on my Working on everybody. Um, this band is called Diners. Um, thanks for staying up uh, past bedtime, some of you, um, to watch the best show um, and uh, for also watching uh, this band, Diners. Um, how's, how's the Diners band feeling? Everybody good up here? Feeling great. Okay, good. Cool. How are you feel? I feel really good. Um, pleasure to be here on the best show. Thanks for having us. Um, this next song is called Domino from the album Domino um, that came out earlier this year. Um, it's by the band Diners. <laughs>
thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Um, uh, we're playing a lot of new songs that we're really excited about from that album Domino that you just keep hearing about from us. Uh, uh, this next song is called The Power. And uh, um, we're going to play it after this, this gulp. like to uh, introduce the band. Um, we have Corbin on the Rickenbacker, six-string electric guitar. We have Aaron on the, uh, the Gretsch bass guitar, electric bass guitar. We have Ava on the drums, and my name is Blue. And this next song. It's called Painted Pictures.
always somewhere to belong Goes on and on Can I live up to it? Can I live up to it? Or in sunlight in the morning Purple sunset Cap it off Oh, there's That guitar solo does go out to the uh, Joe Satriani, who I think is filling in for Eddie Van Halen. Um, pre previously mentioned. All right. Satch. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, band, how you doing? OK. Getting thumbs up, horns, Corbin. Okay, two thumbs up, two thumbs up. I'm doing good too. Good. All right. Um, yeah, let's do a, let's do, let's do a little song called "From My Pillow." <laughs> From my pillow, I've been sleeping on the things I want to do. But I'll get to them when I get up as long as I don't snooze. Good intentions on display, still hung up on yesterday. Opened up my book for the first time in a long while. In the time it took to revisit, I'd moved a hundred miles. Everybody's got their own. Leave a message at my tone and tell me how does it feel? Yeah. 
up on stage. Look me up, give me the room and tell me how. The shield, the out of the Thinking of, we were thinking of doing one more song, if that's uh, if that's all right with everybody. Cool. Thank you, thank you, Andrew, or whoever's saying yes out there. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Again, this band's called Diners. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having us. Skateboard, skateboard, skating through.
Thanks, everybody. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. How could I not be good after yeah. that set? I'm good. I'm good. How ooh, could I not ooh, be good ooh, after ooh, that Shut that set? off. Diners. Wow, was that good. That was so good. Blown away by how good Diners is. And you can check music out by them at diners.bandcamp.com and I believe we'll have uh, one or two members of the band saying hi in a minute. And then we will come back with more talk and our friend Tommy McNamara. Maybe his guitarist will call up and talk about his love of five finger death punch. Filter. You like filter? Nah, it's a good, uh, it's a good time. It's a good time, guys. Everybody having fun. Everybody having fun out there. And also, again, an evening with Tom Sharpling at Zebulon, December 11th. Tickets are on sale. We opened, we, we sold out and then we opened it up to have more tickets available so you can go get your tickets for that at zebulon.la it's going to be a special night it's going to be a lot of fun i can't wait can't wait to get up there spank the boards i'm going to be spanking the boards you know how we do it Right? This is how we do it. <laughs> is the number if you want to get in on the action. Ooh, Draymond Green gets suspended. I'm not suspended, ejected from a game. I'm looking at this now. What a nitwit. Worst player in the league. Dumbest player in the league. Draymond Green. As dumb as the day is long. This is very exciting. Oh, yeah, we're ready, Andrew. Okay. Welcome to the studio. There are two seats. If you don't mind. Oh my goodness. Oh, <laughs> you sit wherever you want to sit. Well, we'll figure that out. Is that, how's that? Is that the right seat, uh, Brett? What was that, Tom? Andrew? Yes, Tom? I'm not sure what seat we want our, our friend Blue Oh, in. Blue. If Blue could move to uh, her can, right. Can you do the other chair if you don't mind? Yes. I had a feeling so it might Sorry. be that. So we have in studio diners two members of the quartet known as diners we have aaron and we have blue how are you both doing doing great that was spectacular thanks thank you now how long have diners been around diners has been around uh since 2012 okay and you grew up 
The shirt says a lot. I also have a little tiny, tiny bit of uh, okay. Suns, Suns gear, but Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. So that's you clearly blue. You're wearing that in case your two favorite things are the Phoenix Suns and cocaine. That necklace, it's like a. Oh, co- really? It's like a Coke necklace a little bit. Wow. Had no idea. I didn't know. We don't, we, <laughs> that's not. Look. That's not what we. I run with a do. pretty shady crew. No, I'm kidding. I just, any kind of like necklace I always think is like, oh, that's a, that's drug paraphernalia. But you're just like, no, it's not. You just don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm trying to sound cool. Drugs. Everybody, right? I'm still not cool. What? No? Okay. Now, let's talk about 2012 Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Diners. What are the bands that make you all want to make music? Well, the for me, it's like I love I love the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. I love the Beatles. I love the Apples and Stereo. That's uh, the first. Ra- that's the first thing that came to mind. Jason was just like, they're like apples and Stereo. Oh, that's such a great yeah, great compliment. Yeah, that's huge. That's. Did you see the Elephant Six documentary? I sure did. did. Did you like it? I loved it. It's great. Yeah. So, look, music is music. We could talk about that all day long. Let's talk about the NBA. Yes. Phoenix Suns, top three Suns players of all time. Of all time? Your favorite players. Gotta, like... Let's see, Sean Marion. Are we looking at a Sean Marion? Oh, well, he's up there. I think, like, growing up, like, I grew up watching that, like, seven seconds or less team. So definitely, like, Sean Marion's up there. But, like, got to be Steve Nash. So Steve Nash. Probably number one for me. Sure. Steve Nash. I mean, easy one, but Barkley. Mm -hmm. Pretty pretty iconic. Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. MVP. And honestly, right, like, honestly, probably – Devin Booker. Okay. He could have left at any time, mm-hmm. and he didn't. No. But now you have a team that's so st- stacked from the offensive side. You got Beal. You got Booker. You got Durant. Keep going. Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon. Bull Bull. Bull Bull, who I thought – I was shocked that Bull Bull got just straight up waved by the Orlando Magic. I like ball ball. He's not getting any minutes, though. In Phoenix, at least. Yeah. Well, he wasn't getting them in Orlando after a point also. But he was on fire at the first half of the season. That is very, yeah. But now, somebody's saying Dan Marley. Not one of my favorites. Do you know about his restaurant? I don't. He's got a restaurant. Yeah. And he has one in downtown Phoenix. And I think one in Flagstaff, Arizona, too. Okay, It's true. Called Marley's. Okay. Have you eaten at Marley's? No, I've just walked past it. Okay. Dare to dream though, right? Yeah. Someday. I, I walked by it like this weekend. Oh, cool. <laughs> I was in I was in Phoenix this okay. weekend. So you got to go past Marley's. Yeah, I didn't go in though. No. <laughs> never been never Ooh. been in. I wonder what the menu's like. You know it's probably all like jokes like for threes, probably like all threaded through like you get three appetizers. Like do the th- the three-point <laughs> special. Yeah. 
one. I mean, that's a great idea if it's if they're not doing it. We should call Marley's and yeah. find out what they've got. Let's look at the menu right now. Now cool. we need we need to look at the Marley's menu. This is the greatest night of my life. Do we? Are there any other basketball restaurants that you know of, Aaron? In general, yeah. Or 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 you, Tom? Do you know any? Uh... I in New York, I ate at Walt Clyde Frazier's restaurant. Whoa. The legendary Nick. Had a has a place called the Wine and Dine, I think is what it's called. Does he still have it? He did last as last time I was there, he had it. I mean, maybe it got wiped out by the pandemic or something. What was your order? Salmon, probably. There it is. Look, does that bring back some memories? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Let's see. Let's look at the menu now. Get ready for this. Slam dunk shrimp. Gorilla wings, because the mascot <laughs> is the, the Phoenix gorilla. The Maybe, I'm going to say this, the greatest mascot in all of sports. Thank you. I agree. I've been seeing a lot of slander on the gorilla. The gorilla goes out there. No frills. Dunk the ball. Do a spin in the air. Dunk the ball off the trampoline. And leaves. That's great. Right? It doesn't wear out. It's welcome. Just, you should see some of the math. The Nets had this one mascot. It was the creepiest thing I ever saw in my life. What was that? Do you remember Brett Bohm? Do you remember that mascot? Brett is not in the control room. Brett is oh, not in no. the control room. Well, I'm looking at the sandwiches on this menu. Get ready for this. I'm picturing diners, table for two. Picturing it. Aaron says, I'll have Jared Dudley's chicken. Oh, Jared Dudley has a menu item? And then, Blue, you would perhaps say, I'd like Sir Charles' chicken sandwich. There we go. (laughs) What else is on this menu? I just love... Oh, the Thunder Fries. This is what I want. (laughs) Joe Klein's Chicago Blue. (laughs) A half-pound burger for the legendary Joe Klein. Swiss cheese and bacon topped with blue cheese dressing. Sounds it's actually, delicious. It's actually kind of affordable for a half pound burger, 15 bucks. Oh, I didn't even look at the price points. Were uh, they, are they reasonable? It's kind of affordable. Let's see. Let's see. A sandwich, for example, Sir Charles chicken sandwich, $16. Okay. Jared Dudley's chicken sandwich, also $16. I don't know why I thought this menu was really high, high scale. Like, I don't know. No, this is... This is like drunky food. Okay. Well, you know, you live in you live in California now. You it's know, true. The price, the price difference yes. between Phoenix and yeah, I can't get a coffee for less than that here. <laughs> it is so weird here now, where you just go to eat like a normal meal, and it's like yeah, it's twenty three dollars, and you're like, what? I just had a, a tuna melt. How how did we get to twenty three dollars? It's wild, and I didn't tip yet. And look, I'm a very generous tipper, so I do like it. Of course, nine hundred percent. So for me, it's just like this is a hundred and thirty dollar meal now because <laughs> because <laughs> I'm such a big shot. So the new record is Domino. Mm-hmm. When did Domino come out? Came out in August. Amazing. And what's the if people? People have to just be flipping out because you're doing the purest 
version of power pop without it feeling it's not a nostalgia thing. You're not doing a retro thing. You're doing your thing. But it's clearly the roots are are clear, which is the best version of things where you're not you're not dressing like it's like the, you're not dressing like the shoes no. with skinny ties and not yet. Not yet. Not yeah, yet. I was just gonna say. Look, yeah, once we the once we get the sure. money from Domino, once you get that Domino money starts rolling in, you're gonna be flush with Jared Dudley chicken sandwiches <laughs> and skinny ties. <laughs> the world is your oyster then, and they. Uh, I wonder if they can even order oyster. They probably have. Um, I'm drawing a blank. Kevin Johnson's oyster. I would probably avoid that, actually. Kevin Johnson. Well, oysters in in Arizona just don't feel like a good idea. (laughs) When it's landlocked, you're probably better off just in general staying away from seafood. Is that a good rule of thumb? Yeah. So what's the Phoenix sushi scene like? Uh, There's some pretty good sushi, honestly, out, out, out there. Somebody told me, don't, if you're in a place that's landlocked, don't order fish at a restaurant on a Monday. Because that means it's been sitting there for a couple days. Because they probably didn't get a delivery on Sunday, right? Or Makes Monday, sense. like so. Just to be tread lightly with landlocked seafood. Smart friend. I've got such smart friends. They give me advice about drug paraphernalia, mm-hmm. chicken sandwiches, <laughs> landlocked sushi. You're in good so hands. So many things. I am in good hands. Just like all, it was that all state. Who's in good hands? We should know. We like, see the commercials. All we state. must see the commercials. That is all state. That is oh, all. Yeah. I'm being told it's all state. Thank you. So what is the what is 2024 look? Since 2023, we're heading toward the finale. 2024 for diners. What are we, what are we looking at? Uh, more music. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, we're going to record another record pretty soon. Okay. Um, and hope, I mean, it'd be, it'd be incredible if it actually came out next year, but everything mm-hmm. just takes longer than you think it will You mean take. with like pressing and things like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because now that vinyl is like cool, mm-hmm. it has to be this thing where it's just like, yeah. Adele needs to press 800,000 copies of the new album and you're just like ties up every pressing plant in a in America. Right. It's tied up to meet the demands of Adele's vinyl loving fan base. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's always a new Taylor's version of something which mm-hmm. is also clogging it up there. Or like a Beatles repressing where it's like oh my god. Yeah. I always love those repressings where it's just kind of like, you know, this album is like, you can get like a used copy for like $4. If you look around, you don't need a $38 repressing of it at 180 gram vinyl. It's like, you'll be fine with a normal copy of Rumors. Like, they made 90 million of them. (laughs) They're kind of around still. You'll be okay. You don't need the new version of Rumors. Well, I want to thank you for coming and playing. That was so outstanding. Um, I was blown away by it. And the chat, everybody was loving it so much. So wow. there's, a you, lot, there's a whole Thanks, lot of chat. new Diners fans. 
and predictions for the Phoenix Suns this year. I think despite what the record says right now, they will be going 82 and 0. Okay. And <laughs> sure. Uh, they will be getting bounced in the second round mm-hmm. due to a Bradley Beal uh right leg injury. Sure. And then um Julius Randle's final MV- finals MVP. Oh, that's well that's from Iron from your lips to God's ears on that one. I'm not counting on that. I feel like we will collectively both be figuring out what other teams we're going to watch around the same point of the of the playoffs. Least favorite player in the NBA. Final question. Least favorite player. Draymond Green, perhaps. Oh, Luca. 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 One hundred percent. Yeah, Luca looks like a cop now. What's he What's he looking? Like? Wait. Now, like, what's what's what? The I haven't mustache. seen mustache. Oh, Luca's got a cop mustache now. Hmm. He has like he has like that. Is it like the world tattooed on his back? <laughs> I don't. I, <laughs> I, boy, that's a fun team to root for. The Dallas Mavericks. Kyrie was, Irving, Luca. Well, that's a fun one to cheer for. Jason Kidd yelling on the sidelines. Jason Kidd, yeah, losing his marbles. On the sideline. Nothing but fun. Well, I thank you for coming. And that was amazing. And please let me know what's going on next year and come back. And when you get when you have a new record, you come on back. We'd please. love that. Look at that. Look at that mustache. <laughs> oh my God. Look at that. <laughs> Looks like you're saying license, registration. Mm-hmm. Like in your window. Oh, okay. Uh, I have a PBA card. Does that help me at all? <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, just slow down. All right, like that. Yeah. That when the cops not going to give you a ticket, but then they still have to just be like hard ass and just be like, all right, just watch out. All right, and you're like, yes, officer, yes. Like, what are you like? It's not you didn't humiliate me enough with this power dynamic. Just watch out. All right. Like they're mad. Just, just give me the ticket then, okay? If you're going to act like that. Just, just give me the ticket. Well, I want to thank you for coming in, and we're going to switch it up now. This is the part where I have to say, you got to go. <laughs> it's, Thanks, Tom. We, look, oh, here's the mascots. Look at this. Hey. Oh, wow. Oh, who, that there other guy? Go. Oh, my. Look at that. That is oh, like, wow. that mascot, it looks like somebody <laughs> who security <laughs> would catch trying to get into the building and be like, we have a situation. There's someone with a face shield on and a T-shirt cannon trying to get in the building. This is code red. The chain sleeves are pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna that's... like. We're gonna see that. Okay. See someone. You're gonna see up. that. And I'm sure. Yeah. Look, it'll be skinny ties and chain sleeves. That sounds like the name of the next album: Skinny Ties and Chain Sleeves. There we go. Thanks, well, Tom. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Of course. I'll see you. I'll see you very soon. The number is 201-989-0012. Can we bring in uh Tommy can come actually Tommy stay out for a minute if you don't mind. I want to bring in my friend Zoe is gonna come in. I want to talk to Zoe for a minute if I could. Zoe does so much for the show. I want everybody to meet Zoe.
All right, Zowie. Come on in. Everybody's going to meet Zoe. It's very exciting. That side's perfect. No, that's fine. Now, Zoe. No, watch the door open. You can you can watch me leave the door open. That's fine. No, anything else I should be doing? I shut the door and host the show at the same time. That's fine. Zoe, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Tom? I'm good. You do so much <laughs> for the best show and for forever dog shows, Double Threat. You are, what is your, what, what would it be a title that a Zoe would have? Um, I'm an associate producer. An associate producer. Yes. And you do all of the clipping. <laughs> People hear me say, clip that, Zoe. Right. Because I can just say this. You do the greatest job with that stuff. Thank you. The clips on the YouTube and the <laughs> thing and the Twitter and the Instagram. That's all Zoe. I also accept the title Clip Girl. Okay. Can you get into the, get on the mic. Oh, sorry. Here you go. Now, Zoe, tell me, this is what I wanted to, first of all, I saw you're a very humble person, Zoe. (laughs) This is what Zoe did earlier today. (laughs) Zoe said, there's a big bowl of candy out there that for some reason had a ping pong ball in it with an eyeball on it. Mm -hmm. And then Zoe said to Brett Boehm, can I have this ping pong ball? (laughs) And Brett goes, yeah, sure. And so he went, yeah. I was psyched about it. It's you were, awesome. You were legitimately psyched. <laughs> yeah. And then it's you almost, made fun of me. <laughs> well, no. I was, just, I was happy for how excited you were. Sure. I was like, it only takes a ping pong ball uh-huh. for Zoe to be on cloud nine. Right. Like, it's a low bar, which is exciting. <laughs> you don't need so much. For sure. Now, just tell me also one other thing. You've told me this off air. You are... Something of a a lab rat. A lab rat, that is true. It's fair to say. Yes, I'm being studied by a university. You, and when did this start? This started the day I was born. The day you were born, a yep. university mm-hmm. said, we would like to study this baby. Yeah, basically, um, I was told this on Double Threat briefly, mm-hmm. but when I was in utero, um, my mom really wanted free ultrasounds. So she signed me up for a lifelong, long-term study. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, and I still, to this day, do not know what the study is measuring. So you go in. Mm-hmm. How often do they bring you in? I go in yearly. Um, okay. I take an elaborate survey, and mm-hmm. I um, I get an MRI, <laughs> and so, um, sometimes a team of scientists watch me play computer games. And you have no idea what they're monitoring you for. Absolutely no idea. I have asked repeatedly, and the language is vague. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are they putting? Are they putting all wires on you and stuff? No, that would be awesome. But no, yeah, I, I'm. I'm honestly a little bit worried about it. In the long, yeah, you just go in, and they're just like, hey, play uh, Tetris for a while. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> You're sure this is still the test is happening? That they, they didn't. <laughs> This isn't just somebody keeping the test alive. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. No, that's very uh, – somebody just said Zoe is a ticking time bomb. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it is some kind of MK Ultra. That you – maybe there's like some sort of trigger word that suddenly you'll turn into like a uh, – like a, a 
your eyes will be like it'll be like <laughs> like uh, Kill Bill. Absolutely. And then suddenly you'll just like see fire in your eyes, and suddenly it's like, oh no! And you're just like flipping people, cracking people over your right. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'd I don't want to know what that word is. I don't want to. I hope we never figure out what the word is. <laughs> um. So there's something going on today. Oh, well, tell me about the tell me about the how they reward you for your mm. stu- for the study. How do they reward you? Well, um, <laughs> I took one. I took. I played a computer game that was um, ostensibly an IQ test or something. Okay. Um, and I, you know, really wasn't paying attention. There were three tiers of prizes. Uh huh. Um, I got a second tier prize the first time, which was a soccer ball. <laughs> um, that was a huge win. Still have it. So they give um, you. Yes. You show up, they put you in an MRI tube, mm-hmm. then they say, Go play Tetris, we'll watch you. Right. Is there like a screen like a like a like a It's just like a monitor. Like a Okay. Yeah. But they're not watching you through like glass. No, they're just like crowded around me. It's it feels great. <laughs> um something's up here. We need yeah. to figure out what this is. Yeah. I've actually received two soccer ball the second time i took the test i got a tier three prize which was disappointingly also another soccer so ball. they just go congratulations zoe you're tier three this year yep here's another soccer here's ball. another soccer yeah. ball and then they're just like zoe this is not a good year mm-hmm. here's a soccer ball yeah pretty much <laughs> strap for cash this year. Yeah. <laughs> now i think <laughs> This was a trick. Oh man. And now they threw this candy on the floor. You got me so good. We're not supposed to have an open flame in here so you could blow that yep. up real quick. That Joe is uh oh, having sorry. a conniption right. right now. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Joe's at home flipping out. By all means, I think it was a great touch to throw candy at Zoe. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. Thank you. We got you. <laughs> and now, for your birthday, mm-hmm. we got a soccer ball for you. Did you really? No. <laughs> no. Look, you're, you want to hang out in here? You're welcome to do whatever yeah, you want. I would love to. Tommy, do you want to come back? It will bring Tommy uh, McNamara back in. You can sit in the other chair. I'm sorry, let me move as fast as this guy's moving to get back on the air. You'd think we got his medicine. Right? You'd think he's like in a movie. You ever seen a movie when they're always like, they're like, my pills, give me my pills. What pills? (laughs) What pills are these people taking where they just take it and they're fine, but if they don't take it, they die immediately. Right. What's going on with those pills? <laughs> I also want you to clip the birthday thing. Oh, no. <laughs> That's got to be the first. These are the two things you need to clip tomorrow. Okay. How did it feel? When Jason. <laughs> it's asked, already clipped. When Jason. It's already clipped. <laughs> already clipped. Yep. Sorry, Jason. Well, you said you'd remove me from the building if I didn't That's do right. it. That's so. Jason said uh, when Mike was talking about wearing a Speedo, Jason Dudio Gore went, how did it feel? Mm-hmm. Not unlike Samantha. Well, well, who would you consider yourself to be, uh, Tommy McNamara? 
You know, I think I'm in the Charlotte camp, I would say. Charlotte? Mm-hmm. Mm. And the, the bass player in your band probably is good Charlotte, is what he would consider <laughs> yeah. himself with the awful music he likes. Um, Zoe, what would you consider yourself to be? Are you a Miranda? Are you a Carrie? I would love to be a Carrie. I'll you would? Yeah, why not? <laughs> She's the worst character on the show. She's the best to me. <laughs> she is? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Good personality. She's charismatic. She Really? Yeah. Mm, (laughs) to each their own (laughs) so you'd like to be a Carrie but you consider yourself uh... no I think I'm more of like a girls character I hate to say so who would you be on girls then Uh, I don't know Hannah Hannah shoot up Hannah (laughs) it's so funny when that show started everybody's like I hate her boyfriend so much he's such a jerk and then you move forward it's just like he's the biggest movie star on earth yeah, and everybody right. loves him for everything he does. So you would consider yourself to be a maybe Shoshana. Shoshana, okay. Wait, that, that's that's terrible to say, but look. Yeah. If it fits, it's not it's a fine character, Shoshana. Yeah, sure. Likes to likes to talk a lot, mm-hmm. right? I haven't watched girls since it was on. I do so. like to talk. I have Bad friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> now, what were we talking about? People saying sh- Shosh is the best. Yeah. See? Where do we leave off? You have your special, mm-hmm. Smothered. Yes. What's it called? <laughs> Smoldering. Smoldering. Yes, yeah. Smoldering. And this thing, it's very funny. So everybody should check it. This guy just wants to get... It's kind of sad. <laughs> he just wants to get to 6,000. Have you ever... This is a night of low of low bars. Thank you for the ping pong ball. Oh, I only want to get... Six, all I need is 6,000 views. And I'm... I'm, I'm so, I'll be so happy if I get 6,000 big ones. Come on. Oh, thanks for the ping pong ball. The two... Like... Wait till, wait till you guys uh, go into a 99 cent store. <laughs> Your heads are going to explode when you see, hey, what? This sponge? <laughs> this pack of three sponges is only 99 cents? <laughs> You're not going to know what to do. So let's. Where am I here? Hold on. I wanted to say to everybody. Oh, first I told you the Trial Z-Man's coming up soon. We recorded it. Uh, there's going to be a new Ruben-esque coming up soon. Get ready for that. What's your favorite of all the shows, Tommy? Do you have a favorite? I do. You listen? Uh, I love the S&W Q&As. are my oh, favorite. I love those. That's a lot of people say that's the, that's the one that they didn't know they wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. And then when you heard it, it's very special. And people are also saying in the chat, rest in peace, Wally Wackyman. That's true. He passed away uh, during the trial, actually, <laughs> the puppet. And uh, Eggfu What? Where are you on Eggfu What? I have not had the chance to listen Ooh, yet. But, Mike, uh, Mike, what do you think of that? It's tough. <laughs> it's tough to hear a, an Eggfu What? It's a pill to swallow. An Eggfu What skeptic? 
Yeah. What, what would be the selling point for egg foo? What would you tell somebody, Mike? <laughs> the selling point? He doesn't care. That's uh, the other thing with Mike. He truly does not care. Mike's just like, yeah, it sucks you didn't listen to it, but and then he walks he, away. Here, here's the selling point. Yeah. Uh, a handful of people seem to like it a lot. There you go. <laughs> I'll say this. It's really funny. Thank you, Tom. Yeah. I think you're funny, and I think Greg is funny. Greg Wilson. Mm. See him getting his name right, Mike. <laughs> How about The Hawk? You ever listen to The Hawk? Big fan. Big fan of big fan. Jason Ooh, and The What's Hawk? that feel yeah. like, Mike? Mike, that must, <laughs> that must sting a little harder. This guy's a big fan of Jason Gore and... Uh, I love you, Tommy. And then his sidekick, uh, Dorf Gorflock. Good old Dorf Gorflock. And not look, Jason. I'm just going to be a straight shooter here, please. He's got to go. <laughs> I got to get rid of Dorf Gorflock. You got to get rid of okay. him. Okay. Well, I can make that change. He's like a he's like a backpack <laughs> filled with filled with urine. <laughs> this is literally how you treat his character when you're on the show. <laughs> yeah. Where do you think I get it from? Yeah. Think of, do you think I'm a fantabulous? Yeah, truth, no. truth and comedy. Truth and comedy. That's like my my teacher, Mr. Del Close, taught me <laughs> about improv. And a lot of people don't know the thing improv is missing one letter because improve, all you need is the letter E <laughs> to improve. And the E stands for excellence. If you improv with excellence, you improve. Do you know what a yes and is, Zoe? I have yes. And, and what is it? Um, you in an improv scene, mm -hmm. you have to agree and also. Add. <laughs> Do you really want me to explain it to you? Keep it going. <laughs> Keep it going. Um, and also add on to the scene. Sure. Well, I just want to say this: it's a stupid concept. Why is that? Yes, and. And this is me. This is Tom's comedy. Maybe I should do a comedy class, mm. right? Right? Just Tom. Com You're a little too into it. Um, <laughs> I'll be your first student. Okay. You it's teach, troubling. Teach no but improv. This is what I'm going to say. <laughs> yes, and is for losers. It means you need help. Improv is literally everyone for themselves. <laughs> You sell people out. You burn. You torch the people you're on stage with. That's how you get somewhere in comedy. You're doing a scene, and somebody's like, "Oh, you know, I'm." Uh... Let's do improv now. Okay. Did you, did you take any improv classes, Zoe? I don't want to admit that on air. <laughs> so that's, a, that's a yes and. Okay. All right. Let's do a scene. Give us a. Give us a. Set us up then. Um. This is some birthday improv for you. Here we are in this doctor's office. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> not in a doctor's office. Why would you say that? Mm -hmm. Can you believe she said yeah, doctors? Right. And you turn to the crowd. Right. And I go, okay. And you just sell out your fellow performers. <laughs> doctor's office. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. <laughs> Am I right, everybody? And then they start laughing. <laughs> and then you leave. Sure. <laughs> you leave on a laugh. You always leave them laughing. It's big. Can it you, is big. You can you please it. do this for the entire Zebulon show? <laughs> what? Do we teach, teach improv? Yeah. 
Maybe I would. Maybe I'll just tee, do a comedy class on that. Yeah. Could you just imagine? The, the, I, I look. I saw more improv than I ever need to see in my life. I saw all the greats do it. Name a great. I'll tell you whether I saw them do improv. Um, Tina Fey saw her. Okay. <laughs> saw her every Sunday. Mm. Rachel Dratch, Amy Poehler, mm. Andy Daly, Andy Daly, Paul Shear, Rob Hubel, Matt Besser, Matt Besser saw all of them every Sunday. Askat, Adam McKay, Andy Richter, so all of them every week. They didn't know what they were talking about. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> is for weaklings. It's for weak people mm-hmm. and losers. Got it. Because you're saying, help me. Let's build something together. Nope. Let's do another scene. Give me a place. A veterinarian's office. A veterinarian's (laughs) office. Okay. And who am I in this scene? You're bringing bringing in uh, your iguana. No, I'm not. (laughs) I don't have a pet iguana. I, iguanas are stupid. <laughs> I wouldn't have a pet iguana. What's wrong with you? Am I right, everybody? Thank you. And and then you cross. And also, they do this thing where you cross. Mm-hmm. And if somebody crosses before you're ready for it, you push them. <laughs> if somebody starts to cross to end the scene, you go, nope, not done yet. You cross in front of them. And if they stick to it, then you shove them Got into it. the crowd. That's how improv works. Clip that. <laughs> 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 I think it might be about time to wrap it up. Zoe. Yes. From seriously, thank you for everything you do for the show. You're a true asset to the show and you're a, you're a friend and I appreciate all of it. Thank you, Tom. I can't thank you enough for everything you've added to this network and to this show in particular. I appreciate it. I, I love the best show. I, well, love, I love working here. You're very sweet. People are saying honk for Zoe. <laughs> Tommy McNamara. There it is. That's the that's the final the <laughs> rest in peace. He's gone. And kind of forgotten. Tommy McNamara, you have your special smoldering, which is on YouTube. People can check that out. Yes. Let's get this guy. How close are we to that that lofty six K? We're about a third of the way there. Oh. If you want if you want to comment one of the one of the six K. We gotta get we Ever, gotta. everyone leave that comment. Get Everybody it start a movement. I'm looking at it now. <laughs> Listen, the number's going down. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Oh, people, are, people are somehow unwatching it. I'm taking a bath on this. Yeah. <laughs> you also realize that you spent 6K on this. When you get to 6,000 views, they're not going to hand you $6,000 back. <laughs> that money's gone. You lost that money. Oh, that I gotta, is. I got to call my guy. Long your guy. <laughs> I got bad advice, Tom. <laughs> your guy. Yeah, you better call your guy. Well, seeing who you uh, seem to traffic, you seem to traffic with these uh, Bloodhound Gang fans. <laughs> no wonder you got bad advice. But some good advice I can give everybody: watch Tommy's special, Smoldering. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Yes, and the best show will be back. And thanks to. 
diners for for coming by and playing. What an amazing set that was. They're so cool. We will be back next week. Ooh, we got a good one next week. Get ready. I think we're faking it here. Not faking it. We got a good one next week. The the we have a straight shot going all the way through to the end of 2023 with some pretty amazing things lined up. Stick with the show. You're not going to be disappointed. You're going to love it. I also do want to say uh, our friend uh, Casey McIntyre passed away a couple days ago, and it's a huge loss. And uh, we send our uh, our uh, just our thoughts to to Casey's family, and it's a it's a real loss, and everybody feels it. So uh, you are totally in all of our hearts, and. Everybody just take care of yourselves with that. Let's play something from a band that I haven't listened to in a while. X-Hex, one of my favorite bands. Here's something by X-Hex. This is Diamond Drive. Be back next week. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Burton. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Byrne, segment producer Michael Lisk. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.